Welcome to another Vaughn Raising. It's episode 314 this week, Sunday, 28th of January. Mm. If you're watching on YouTube, you're wondering what the hell's going on. Uh, me and Phil are facing each other yeah. for a start. This is what we do with the last week of every month, isn't it? We have a Vaughn Raising episode with no guests or uh, uh, news clips or anything like that. No script. Well, we don't have scripts, but you know what I mean. No format, that's what I mean. No format. No format. No entertainment. No entertainment. Very little value. <laughs> yeah, zero value. Zero value. In fact, this but, is this is a negative value because I can uh, see that Helen has produced some barn-raising uh, artwork. Therefore, we've taken and given nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, that means we're in arrears. Yeah, but I suppose, you know, it's In like, her ears. Yes, in we're, her ears. <laughs> we're, in, we're in her ears and in her ears. Exactly, yes. So, well, yeah, so that we don't normally put these on YouTube, but seeing as we have a clean YouTube channel for the first time since 2021. For the first time until the end of this episode. Feeling frisky. So I'm putting it on YouTube. Right, okay. Because we don't want people getting withdrawal symptoms on a Sunday evening, do we? No, no, there's you always know. that. Yeah. We're in we're in people's routines now. Mm-hmm. They expect something. Yeah, and unfortunately, this is what you get. Mm. Two hours of chat <laughs> about visionaries. <laughs> visionaries again. Yeah, fuck me again. We were uh, we were watching some about showgirls just uh, before we went live. A classic. Uh, I think we can all agree. Well, you know, the reason that Red Light Media did that review uh, episode on Showgirls is Paul Verhoeven's announced he's doing an, his first, like, US film for 20 years. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Um, and what is it? Showgirls 2? <laughs> it's an erotic thriller. No, it's Surprise, not. surprise! It's not, is it? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, um, some uh, political, an erotic political <laughs> thriller. <laughs> is it about Joe Biden? Oh, who know what corn pop? Corn pop, dude. The corn pop chronicles from the seventies. Yeah, after it's the first, the first head opening with his, his hairy legs. What was the other one? Sarah Palin. Oh right, yeah, she, she was, was a nutty, wasn't she? Was she? I think she was governor of Alaska, wasn't she? Mm. And yeah. uh, what I can't picture her, but I have a thought in my head that she was some kind of milf. She was, like, semi-attractive, wasn't she? <laughs> In the world of politics, that's, yeah. like, unheard of, isn't it? Yeah. Christ. Semi-attractive, I would say. Right. I can remember. Um, but did you, I'm, I'm pretty sure that she had to leave under a cloud. There was something that went on with her. A mushroom cloud? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that there's someone that's been on Joe Rogan's podcast was married to one of her children. 
he was like he's like a medal of honor winner um, oh, olympics yeah, yeah. Uh, what event um shooting loads of afghanis <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that's dark well that's what happened i think oh, the taliban's not the, not the sniper guy possibly there was that book film american sniper wasn't it no it's not him no not not about him uh no, he's won the Medal of Honor, and he was on there because he was talking about his PTSD, and he'd like gone down to Mexico and taken some psychedelic. The what's it? Mesc- is it not? No, it's not mescaline. It's something else. Ayahuasca. No. Ibogaine. Ibogaine. It might have been. Peyote. A really, a really dark because you're a really dark trip. Apparently, I think Ibogaine's like that. It's like I a, think it's that one. What do you call it? Like um, Death of the Soul. So I think he did that first, and or second. I can't remember. You do it one way, and then you do something else after. That's part of this healing journey, basically. All right. So he was on the yeah. air. Well, they've since divorced. Little tidbit there for you. No right. one, no one's names except for Sarah Palin, and that's it. Well, um, the guy who's writing the new Verhoeven film. Is the same guy who wrote Robocop with, for him. Well, then, I can't wait. Did he direct the second one? Just the first one? Just the first one. Right, okay. Did, uh, Total Recall? Yeah. He did. Um, Basic Instinct? Yes. Starship Troopers, which is one that a lot of people sleep on. That's a fantastic film. Yeah, I liked that one. Satire. Mm. I think I think he got panned because people didn't, didn't get, get it. it. Yeah, the what it, it was, was taking. Yeah, yeah, it taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah, like it was supposed to be a serious <coughs> film. Yeah. But it was like analyzing like a fascist state, basically, yeah. and, and and the way they the treated the bugs. Yes. And what's the thing with um, you know, the the nerdy guy? He off he, he goes off to be like a like a, an intelligence guy, like a Gestapo yeah. guy. Yeah. And there's a scene where, like, they capture the main brain bug. <laughs> yeah. And it's afraid. Yes. And they all turn around and go, it's afraid! Mm-hmm. Yeah! Like, that's the, the big moment. Yeah. The they only... struck fear into this thing. Into its heart. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a... And I like the way people keep losing uh, limbs. Yeah. Like, uh, all these soldiers who are vets. Mm. Well, Michael Ironside... Yes. It's a it's like a lucky charm for Verhoeven, isn't he? He's been in a lot of Verhoeven films. Mm. Does say Total Recall. But he's in he's in Robocop as well, isn't he? Yeah. And Total Recall. I I wonder if he had a bit part in Basic Instinct. Be right time for him. I think he was the other detective in the room, the snatch scene. Well, I know Dennis Nedry was in the room. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Datsun! We got Datsun here. <laughs> See nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, my client side. What else did uh, Verhoeven do? That's it. Done loads of weird films. Shore Girls, which would have been, what, about 94-ish, something like that. Yeah. So maybe that was his last, like, big-budget Hollywood film. Maybe. So we're big films, all them. Mm. Like, they're not B-movies, even though they might come across as them, some of them. No. He did have... He had peak Sharon Stone as well, didn't he, and... The Doug, Michael Douglas, yeah, Basic Instinct, yeah. I I probably haven't seen that for twenty years. I don't think I've ever watched the other way through. 
Aye. <laughs> finished early. You've just, you've just worn out one thirty second scene. Yeah. Um I don't remember I don't I don't remember it being a, a good film personally. I think was it not just because you got to see her beaver? No, I would I would say it's probably a good like psychological thriller in the same vein as um what's the one with the boiler the uh, bunny boiler. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's female attra- female female attraction? Femme attraction? female attraction? Single white female? <laughs> no, what is it called that? Is that with Michael Douglas as well? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh god, what is it called that film? Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction, that's That's it, the yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, there was another one. No. There was another good one around the same time, same sort of psychological thriller. Um, it was Nicole Kidman on a boat. <clears throat> yeah, that was good, that one. That was better than all of these. Cape Fear? No. No, that's with Robert De Niro. <laughs> Which was the Nicole Kidman one? It's on a boat. Yeah. Like it's like I want to say Castaway, but it's not Castaway. No, that was Ollie, Ollie Reed, weren't it? Um, still Waters or something? Still Dead Calm. Dead Calm. Good shout. Was it Redford? Robert Redford? No, I think it was Sam Neill. There was it? three characters essentially. Was wasn't it not it? Billy Zane? Was he not in it? He was the killer. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there was the couple and a killer. Mm. And they're sort of stranded at sea, aren't they? And mm. mm-hmm. yeah, I can't think who the husband was. I remember that. Yeah, I watched that when I was far too young, to be honest with you. Yeah, scared and scared me. We watched the the latest witches film or most of it last night, and that was quite scary. Was it? It's a bit weird. Yeah, that's the Anne Hathaway reboot. Yeah, and she's like quite a scary witch in it. She'll <laughs> like her little mouth opens. Doesn't take. <laughs> Because we've been reading the book, so my eldest was going was disappointed, saying she didn't take her mask off. But it was like terrifying. What she she just they just had like these slits at the side of the mouths, and the mouths opened extra wide, and they had like lots of pointy teeth. Yeah, like Baraka from Mortal Kombat yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, but it was scarier, I right. thought, than the book. Maybe it's scarier than the Angelica because Angelica Houston was quite scary in the uh, original. Not, I know I've not watched it for a long time. That though, right? When she finally unmasks herself, well, they all get unmasked mm. at the hotel at the end. They don't do that, you see. In this, they right. take the wigs off. Yeah, they got scratchy heads, mm. and then uh, the mouths open really wide, um, and she does some magic. Helen's saying Sam Neil, right? Okay. You know, he's an Aussie, isn't okay. he? Yeah, maybe it was a Nazi film. Yeah. Because well, that probably launched both their careers, I would su- suggest. It's before it's pre Jurassic Park, isn't it? Yeah. Eighty nine ish, ninety. Well, I'll take a guess. Don't know. Sam Neill might be a New Zealander actually. Same fucking thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can say that if you like. Yeah. We just lost it. Like one well, listener in Australia. <laughs> Australia's like us. Third biggest audience, I think, mm. on audio behind the British Virgin Isles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ecuador. Mm. Uh, yeah, I forgot where we got to before I re- we like re- waylaid you with uh, Sam <coughs> Neil. Don't know. I was just thinking about Showgirls and how many times I'd have to rewind it on the VHS. 
mm. after I re- recorded it off Channel 4 or whatever. Over, did you, over did you, and over again. Did you used to um, like stop it when the adverts came on and press record again? I wasn't that elite. My mum and dad had a video recorder that you... Pro- did you just program them or something? You could put times in or something. <laughs> if you were like a scientist. You could put times in for it to start and finish. Yeah. And then it would... It just did it, basically. Until, you know, clocks went forward or back, and then that fucked you, didn't it? it fucked us right in there. Fucked you. Fucking hell, I've recorded Blind Date instead of Gladiators. There was one... I remember the first video player we got was... It came with this booklet, and it had, like, a barcode scanner in the remote of the video what? player. And you had to... I never could figure it out because I was too young. <clears throat> and you could you could scan something in this booklet, and it would make it do things. That's voodoo, man. I know, yeah. It was like I always remember because it, it was like a little laser. Well, do you know what I think that plays into? It used to be, you know, when we used to get newspapers mm. and uh, like page. Oh, there was that, wasn't there? Yeah, one the two, numbers. Page three of the Lancashire Evening Post used to have full page with the four channels on. What yeah. was on? What's on? And after the title and description of each show, there would be like an eight-character number, I would suggest. Yes. And if you had a, like, a fancy yes. VCR, yeah. you could put that number in, and somehow it fucking knew when to record it. But it mm. wasn't... I think it would fuck you sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, because... Yeah. Say you recorded FA Cup semi-final and it went on to extra time and penalties, it would finish after the show was... Mm. Due, due to finish. Scheduled. scheduled. Yeah. yeah. But that would work for your times as well, wouldn't it? If you set it to come on at 8 yes. and go off at 10. Dangerous times back well, then, wasn't it? You know. You used to, that was the thing, that you used to set it uh, five minutes before, five minutes after. Not dead on. No. Five minutes before, five minutes after. Just in case there's any slippage in the scheduling. Right. Yeah. So you had to make sure of that all of the time. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm trying to think what I used to record. I used to record a lot of comedy stuff on BBC Two. Did you? Yeah. Red Dwarf and Bottom. Those sorts of shows. I just used to watch them because they were on every Friday. And Well, yeah. Yeah, but occasionally. Maybe it was reruns. Or if you knew it was a particularly good episode, like the old Red Dwarf, where they get stuck in the VR machine in the Wild West. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to record that one. It was funny. Right. Uh, it's either that films. I probably recorded a lot of films. Mm. I had hours and hours of films recorded from the television. Yeah, you record your film, and then there was a sticker on the side of the videotape, Millennials. These are a device, which is, was about maybe... 10 inches by 4 inches mm. and an inch thick called a video cassette. And you get stickers and you get a marker pen and yes. write on the spine mm. of the tape what it was. And then what you would get if you were fucking posh like me, you would get a video cassette holder that looked like a book. Yes. And you would have a rack of uh, faux leather video cassette holders yes. on a bookshelf. Mm. A video library, if you like, I think that you were called. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, that's big time pimping. I did. Yeah. Did you ever do uh, short play or long play on your videos? Oh, I wouldn't have even known what to do. Uh, long play used to take more of your tape time when it recorded, than it? And it improved the quality. Is that where I'm where, I think right? so. I think so. Yeah. So, because tapes, tapes, tapes came in sizes, didn't they? You'd get like a 90-minute VHS or a 120-minute VHS, 200, and then big ones, like 200, 240-minute mm. VHS or something. Mm. So, I presume if you wanted to tape Dead Calm on long play, yes. you'd need like a 240-minute like, um, VHS tape. Exactly. It's magic, isn't it? It's not really. It's pretty pretty low tech, I suppose, compared to what we have today. What that it's how it records all those sounds and images to some tape. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, you just doesn't think about it. The I best don't. way. I try not to think about That's it. The best way. Now it's just ones and zeros everywhere, and how fast those ones and zeros are being processed, isn't it? There's a. I'll tell you what I've noticed. Um, a lot of people watch things with subtitles on now. I have to. Why? Because the sound isn't right on things anymore. Apparent, but there's a, there's a thing on Netflix where you can go in and it's defaults to five point one right. surround sound, and you can put it on English original um, if you're English, and it kind of corrects it a little bit, but you still you can't still can't make out what people are hit, uh, saying basically half the time. I've come across this on, on streaming services where mm. I just thought it was a sound mixing issue because uh, some things will seem incredibly loud, like the sound yeah. effects will be incredibly loud, and then it's like there's not enough compression on the on the audio file to sort of level things out. But I think there might be another component to this, which is a lot of people, one screen isn't enough. They mm. have the TV on, and then they have a secondary screen in the palm of their hand. Mm-hmm which they scroll or which distracts them. And then they can look at the screen rather than just listen to it and listen. So it's coming, it's this, this big noises to draw your attention back. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe. I wouldn't put that past past the psychologists that work at Netflix. We need that attention back on us. We need those big noises here. Or maybe it's designed to be watched on a phone rather than a television. Some things are. It was like there was that thing, is it called Emily in Paris or something? I haven't watched it, but I was reading an article about it and it said they were going for like TV shows that were <coughs> aimed at an audience um, that wouldn't be paying attention to it. So it's, 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 it's it basically it's been written <laughs> for people. Yeah, so it's been written for people who are scrolling and watching telly at the same time. How, how do you do that? How do you how do you tailor something for people who aren't paying attention to it? We don't make it overly complex. <laughs> the storyline. Oh my god. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just shy, isn't it? Basically. Have you heard about this traitors thing? Yeah, like yeah, it's all over the news. Keep, isn't people it? keep talking to me about it, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're on about. I don't, yeah, I don't really, I've, I've heard about it. I heard about the other one. It got really popular as well, the first series, didn't it? And I don't get what. Oh, it's not the first time, is it not? No, this is the second series. Oh, shit, right. I've not watched it, no. Oh, right. I don't, yeah, I'm trying to stay away from stuff. 
Just, it's, a, it's like a game show from what I can gather. Yeah, it's a game show. Reality TV slash game show. It's like, so the premise off. I've heard, because I was listening to, there's someone on, on complaining about mental health services on Jeremy Vine and then came, what came on afterwards was um, something about uh, traitors and spoilers. And it's like, I think there's two traitors and then you've got to try and wheedle them out. And there's like 20 of them or something, and they've all got to vote who's leaving. And you've got to try and get the traitors before the end. Yeah, it's a really old flying party game premise, a game that's been around for like 100 years. Right, okay. That's how it sounded to me. There's a famous one, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like Assassins or something like that. And yeah, you've got like four or two Assassins and then 10 people who are the Mm. sheep Mm -hmm. or the you know, the plebs, and they've got to, you, you've got to work out, you've got to nominate someone at each round or whatever mm. and eliminate someone. And then an assassin can turn mm. a pleb to be on their side or whatever. And oh, right, okay. Yeah, y- you win if there's only assassins left or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the game, but it's like, it's like a game theory kind of mm. thing. I don't know. It's like there's no interest in shit like that at all, game shows. No, no I don't really think I've... The last time I properly got into a game show was probably in the school summer holidays watching Going for Gold. Going and going. Oh, was it, was it Matthew Kelly or Michael Kelly? It's Matthew? No, I think it was... Who was the tall beard guy? That's Matthew Kelly. Matthew Kelly, and he was a small Irish guy. Yeah, he was. Henry! Henry Kelly! Yeah, he died recently. Well, about 20 years ago. <laughs> It was about 90 when he was doing it. Wasn't proper it? EU propaganda, that show, man. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Early 90s. Late Loved 80s, it. Early 90s. Loved that. There was there was that. And then there was this fishing program that I used to watch in the summer holidays as well. It was on like BBC Two or something. And he just went fishing in different places. Henry Kelly? No, somebody else. I, I found it once and it looked terrible. I thought, why did I, how did I watch this as like a 13 year old? Why was I so interested in that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to watch that. I used to pass the time. Have you um, been watching Gladiators? No. No? No. Do you Fuck. watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting the kids to watch it. Oh, right. Okay. But the first. So... Linear TV. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't watch it the first week. Mm. I think we had something on on the Saturday evening. So last week, uh, we were having tea. And uh, my youngest was racing through his tea to go and do something. He wanted to watch something on telly or he wanted to play on a video game or something. I said, uh, there's no point rushing. Gladiators is on in 10 minutes. He went, what's that? Yeah. Gladiators, we're going to watch it. Okay, yeah. And uh, so I had it. It's on BBC. Got it on the iPlayer. Mm-hmm. Um, play from the start. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's... It, Going in the music, it's it's like a carbon copy of what it was. And like my eight-year-old comes in, goes and grabs a bag of popcorn, turns big light off, turns light off, comes and sits down next to me. Oh yeah, glued to it like wow, absolutely loves it. Does he? And a twelve-year-old as well. Really? Absolutely love it. Really? You should watch it. With the kids. Okay, it's good. maybe. It's good, wholesome, 
wholesome spandex oiled fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's is who's the lightning? I was going to say. Well, we talked about this last. Was it last week when you weren't here? The week before. The week before. The week before. Mm. Um, you know, Ben said, "Who's the the new jet?" And obviously, mm. we said, "There's no, there's no replacing jet." Obviously, but it's Saber. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saber. She's Scottish and, uh, and she's fit. got blanket hair <laughs> and like a massive leg tattoo. Right. Okay. She's. Uh, a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. Okay. And, you know, there's Giant for the girls as well. I mean, there's some... Um... He's like the new hunter. Right, okay. Um... The, some of the, the women, female gladiators I saw were quite large. They weren't, they weren't svelte, you know, like javelin throwers or... There's different ones, so some of them are quite, like, shot putters. <laughs> some are built for power. Yeah, yeah, so it depends on the event, like, you know. Mm. Um, you don't want to be, like, there's one one of the girl gladiators is a rugby player or yeah. a retired rugby player or whatever. Mm. All right, she ain't probably ain't going to be too hot on the wall. You never know. Climb the wall. <laughs> scamper up it. You want her in gauntlet, you know, a yes. powerball. Yes. You know, jewel. It was good, wasn't it, when in the 90s when you saw one of the gladiators being overpowered, like... It's been pounded. Spoilers. With, with, sure. I'll say spoilers or not. If you want to, yeah. One gladiator got knocked off this week. Oh, Jewel. Wow. Yeah. Is that the one with the stick, the big cotton buds? Yeah. Jewel. Yeah, and the cricket gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally cricket gloves. <laughs> Sprayed blue. Didn't even spray them, just no. white. Just right. white, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then, and those are they still on the pole things? Little platforms? Yeah, like a podium. Yeah. Podium, yeah. Yeah. And you've got to stay on it whilst you're being twice. <laughs> I think it's five points, isn't it? If you stay on, I can't. ten points if you're not the gladiator off, something like right, that. Right, okay. Yeah, the referee is Mark Clattenburg. Oh, God. Yeah, he's, he's, weak. he's the weakest part of the show, to be fair. Is he? Yeah. I think he, did he die? The... <laughs> Ready, gladiators. Where's Anderson? Ready. Is it John Anderson? I don't know. It's John Anderson, I think. Uh, I guess, well, he'd be like fucking 100, surely. Yeah. Be the best part of 100. Well, they keep wheeling out fucking James Earl Jones, don't they, to do Darth God. Vader? He really? Must have been in his 90s. Yeah. Do they? I would think, I would have thought they would just um, just use AI, just a sample, just put all of Darth Vader's um, dialogue from all the films through an AI machine and just re- replicate it now, mm. like they'll do with the actors eventually. Yes. And the physique, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's going to be a weird sort of situation, isn't it? Mm. You'll, I guess, movies will just pay like a royalty. But then how does a new actor break through? Well, yeah, that's you know, the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you're around forever now. Guess what? Um, why would I hire you when I can just have Harrison Ford in his Temple Peak. of Doom Prime? Yeah, exactly. Perfectly mirrored, you know. Why am I going to take a chance on... Timothy Shamalamadingong. <laughs> yeah, especially when he's so skinny. Svelte elfin. Um, yes, I'm writing a review of Dune. Dune? Yeah, for the newsletter. Newsletter comes out on the 1st, so if it's still time to sign up, if you're listening, drop me a, an email Have at theomisinquisition at gmail.com and put newsletter in the subject line. Yeah. I'll put you on the on the thingy. Have you watched it on Netflix or something? 
It's on there now. No, the book. Oh, you've read the book? Oh, my God. <laughs> As if. I'm doing a book review. A book review. <laughs> the movie. Well, guess what? I'm ahead of you now. Oh, yeah. I, I know what happens in the next film. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a book review. So, um, you know, it was great. Five star. Right. Would okay. re- recommend. Uh, the thing that put me off reading it was the size. It's a big, thick book. Thick book with tiny writing. It's good, man. It's good. Read it two weeks. Right. Just okay. o- just over. I can't remember what it said on Goodreads. I think I started it on like the 7th, the 6th of January. Right. So enjoyed it. Wanted to, you know. Read it. Look f- looked forward to picking it up Getting in the evenings. back to it. Yeah, it's good. It was like a screenplay. Right. Okay. Reads like a screenplay. Mm. It's a bit off point at first. There's no chapters. What? Yeah, but there is. There is. It's just that they're not called chapters. It's broken up into three books. Oh. For books one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And each book, um, instead of having chapters, there are scene changes. Mm. And the scene change starts with like a quote from a a future text from the Dune universe. <laughs> Just to break it up. Right. Okay. They're, like, they're not um, uh, incumbent for the story or anything. Just like little snippets of a future text written by Muad Dib or, you know, whoever. So that lets you know that you, we're breaking now. We're going to a new scene mm-hmm. in, the, in the narrative. It's good. Really good. Right. I would recommend. I'm going to, next time I go to Chazza, Chazza Shop, St. Catherine's Charity Bookshop, I'm going to venture into (coughs) the sci-fi section and snaffle up... The uh, Dune series. The the other five, if I can get them. Sure, I will eventually. Yeah. I believe, uh, well, yeah. I think some of them are not as good, apparently. I've heard the next one is good, and it's short. 300 pages, roughly. Nice. The, is it the next one, maybe? Children of Dune is a bit of a slog. There was one I read, it said, like, you'll have no idea what's going on, <laughs> but you have to read it because the the last one is a fucking banger. It's a killer. <laughs> you need to have read the fourth one well, to need, understand the fifth you one. You need to read the 700-page <laughs> lore book. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, it won't be like... I'm not going to read them back to back or anything. I'll take a break for a few, you know, six months maybe. And then yes. I'll read. Mm. Maybe summer holiday. It'd be a good book for the holiday. Yeah. Nice light read for the holiday. <coughs> yeah. 600 pages of law. Saying that, I don't read on holiday anymore. It's getting smashed. <laughs> getting pissed up all the time in evenings. Because yeah. they're older, you see. Kids are older. You can just leave them to, you know. Well, we've got to, you know, to entertainment, don't we? Entertainers. <laughs> Entertainment, showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> Show me your tits. <laughs> That'd be a good ISO. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know why I'd use it. S- sparingly. Your <laughs> <laughs> next guest? Mm. Yeah, our next guest um, visited the Great Pyramid of Giza with um, Leonardo da Vinci. So make sure you tune in for that one next week. Sounds like it's going to be a banger. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. 
Whoa, where's that beer bin? <laughs> I think it was outside. Sure. It's called an old crafty hen. Oak aged. Oh. 6.5%. Oh, God. I'm going to risk it for a biscuit. I'm not going to Burnley tomorrow. No. Oh, fuck. No. I'm going to break from that. What are you supposed to... Are you rewiring a house in Burnley? It's that, that the rewire that never ends. Why is it going on forever? It's a ginormous house. Oh. And usually on a rewire, when you rewire a house in a bedroom, you'll have two or three sockets. Yeah. Not seven sockets and four fuse spurs. Why is there that many? I know. Is it all of the... Can't have too many, can you? Why, why has he got seven? A few spurs next to half the sockets on yeah. outside walls. I guess I want to put an outside light up or something. Oh, right, okay. Security light. I don't know. It's, it's mad. It's just going on and on. And it's a big house. It's an old farmhouse. Oh, right. It's been extended a few times. Right. Great place, though. Four acres of land. Wow. Yeah, there was, I was looking out outside the back. There's four stables. Wow. There's a, a veggie patch. Mm. All these planters and stuff. A couple of greenhouses. Mm. And, uh, All yeah. for 30 grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Burnley. He's going to have uh, chick chicks and sheep sheeps. All right, okay. Live the good life. Is he retired or is he... Old? No. No? No. But maybe, you know, um, maybe 10 years. Maybe he's thinking 10 years down the line. Mm. He's probably... Bit older than us, I would say. Yeah. Maybe, you know, 35, 37. They just reminded me of something that I watched. <laughs> Bit older than us. <laughs> yeah. What did you watch? Is it your, uh, uh, someone you know familiarly? No. Oh, right, okay. Um, I something like my parents. <laughs> what? It's your face drinking that. My parents wore, or grandparents wore, or something. What about it? That's a TV program I watched randomly this week because I've been off work in between jobs. My grandparents wore something like that, yeah. And it was well, about World War Two. Yeah, and it was like it was the BFG. You know, who, I can't remember his name. And, it was, and the Bridge Combers, yeah. And it was in Bridge of Spies. I know what you mean. He's, he's based as fucking. He's proper like fuck the weft shills and all the rest of it. Yeah, it was, he talked about his anti-war stance um, on yeah. the program and stuff. Um, Is he Irish? No, I don't think so. English. Yeah. I don't know, but I like it. The cut of his jib. Anyway, sorry, he, he's in it. But yeah, well, his granddad is it's obviously the program's really about his granddad, but him because he's a Hollywood actor. Um, they went. He would. So he was a greengrocer's son, like born in. 19 early hang on this is a documentary or something then it's not fiction no yeah right and um he went over to work in the far east and it was for hsbc as a banker and you had to sign a 10-year contract and you weren't allowed to get married basically in those 10 years so basically across those 10 years uh he worked his way up or whatever, and eventually he was posted to Japan and brought his family over and all the rest of it. Is this the granddad or the actor? The granddad, yeah. Right. So he's so 19, 19 <coughs> whatever, I think it was 39 uh, or 40, Japan invades. So he was he moved, that was it, he moved from Japan back to Hong Kong, and then the inv- Japan invades Hong Kong. 
and he's immediately captured, basically. And wow. uh, but he he couldn't figure out. He didn't know why this actor, why his uh, granddad hated Japanese people, or couldn't get into any of like the culture or anything. <sighs> and basically, he was wounded, in, like pretty much in the first battle they had, and then they went to this hospital. And the Japanese stormed the hospital and they bayoneted every, all the injured and dying soldiers. Um, the, the general or the colonel or whatever who came to meet them was just shot straight away. And they went around and bayoneted everybody. Lots of people went and hid and somehow they all got away, basically, these people. That, oh, sorry, though, they were captured, put in a prison camp and he was in a prison camp from 19... 19- 41 to the end of the war basically i was gonna say lucky you didn't end up in was it unit 73 whatever it, yeah the same Do you know the one where they did the medical experiments <clears throat> on yeah. chinese prisoners of war oh, yeah. some horrific shit yeah no, yeah um so there yeah so he ended up being there for years uh, but he had this dream basically of he wanted to move back to england and have an orchard and he said that's all he thought about in the that's what kept him going in the prison of war camp and uh, that's what he did. He went and moved back to Kent. He went back to go and work for HSBC for another 30 years, or 20 <laughs> years. And then he retired and bought a farm, like a house, in the Kent countryside with an orchard. And he said he was uh, quite happy and stuff, living there. But never, obviously never spoke. They were all told, weren't they, um, to not... Well, they said on this program, they were told not to speak about anything that had happened when they were demobbed. Is that what it was called? Really? It said, don't tell anybody about what's happened. Don't speak to anybody. Get on with your lives. And that was it. And that's where all the serial killers come from. That's interesting because um, my dad said um, his dad never talked about it. Very rarely n- and never in any detail. Mm. And your immediate thought is, well, that's sort of uh, probably sort of burying it, burying the PTSD yeah. rather than being instructed. Yeah. You know, he just used to say, yeah, well, we got kicked out of, I got kicked out of France and then we got kicked out of Spain and then I ended up in West Africa, Sierra Leone. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, guns, making guns, uh, like there was a shipping thing because I think the Germans had the control of the Med. Mm. They were occupying France, they had Italy, obviously. So mm. all the shipping, all the we- weapons going to North Africa to... Uh, who was it? We were fighting Rommel, uh, the desert rat, Montgomery, mm. Field Marshal Montgomery. They all had to go down coast <coughs> to West Africa and then be flown over. So it would flo- be flown from England to West Africa, where mm. he was, and then they f- send it for- on from there to North Africa. Mm. So that's what he was doing there mm. until, you know, they bailed. Yeah. They bailed out. And I've told the story loads of times, I know, about him being on Lancastria at uh, Dunkirk. Is it Dun- which was the retreat? Yeah, Dun- made, Dunkirk. Well, that's the, the famous film. one, but there's loads of them, isn't there? They're, they're shipping people across even before Dunkirk happened. So he got his orders to get to Dunkirk on the day, and him and his mates, they got lost. <coughs> they got yeah. lost in France, right. and they missed it. Okay. They missed the boat. They were supposed to be on the HMS Lancastria. Was it torpedoed or something? It was, it was um, sunk straight offshore and all the survivors were machine gunned in the water <laughs> okay, no. but so uh, they got lost so they didn't make it him and two of his mates i think it was because they were in the engineers they were last out 
Mm. You're first in building bridges and roads and stuff, and then you're last out blowing all, blowing them all up on your way out. And I think they, they bartered with some French fishermen Ooh. to take them over for, for safe passage and, you know, asylum, whatever, what you would call mm. it at the time. So they got over on their own wow. him, and uh, they missed Dunkirk. Wow. Lucky escape. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, but he never talked about it much, apparently. No. That's got medals and stuff. Yeah, I think they all got a medal, the ones that came home. Well, yeah, you, you got certain medals. You get a, a medal, matter of course. Don't you, for being in a war. Yeah. It's seeing combat, don't you? That's the thing. There's a campaign medal, I guess. Is that what it's called? Campaign. Theatre. Mm. Fucking pricks. Have you seen them dr- drumming up this nonsense this week about conscription? <laughs> yeah. What a fucking joke. Uh, what's going on with... Uh, like, are, are they sort of saying that trying to test the waters? No, I don't think, I don't even think it's serious. I think they're, it's generals, isn't it, who've been pushing, who have been. It's the ones that leave the army, isn't it? And then they come out and say stuff. Well, the, well one of them who is announced is leaving. Mm. Um, yeah. I think it's it's lobbying more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think what, the, what the, the point they're making is that it's been underfunded, in yeah. their opinion. We're not spending enough on mm-hmm. defense, and the size of the army's gone down from whatever it was, hundred thousand to seventy thousand. Yeah, and uh, so their way of bringing that to it's publicity, mm. bringing that to attention, is making these fucking noises about conscription. Yeah, can you imagine? I know. Yeah, nonsense, mm. absolute nonsense. They won't get very far, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be weird, wouldn't it, these days, if that happened, what people's reaction to it would be. You first. Hello, yeah. yeah. Who the fuck? What's it uh, Gerald Salenti says? What's he say every week? Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Can't see it. Mm. <coughs> and it's like... Um, what kind of situation would would require, um, you know, for a population to pick up arms? It has to be under sort of immediate threat of invasion, I think. Yeah. Doesn't it? I can't see any other situation mm. where you would convince, you'd be able to convince enough people to mobilise and, mm. and sign up. My granddad enlisted in 38... Because you got to pick. But at he's, that point. He said they all knew. Right, okay. They all knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. The war. So he enlisted in 38 so he could join the engineers. Otherwise, he would have, if he'd have waited, he'd have been in infantry. Yeah. He'd probably want to come back. Mm-hmm. So they all knew. You know, you don't tend to pick this up in your GCSE history. They all knew beforehand that it was coming. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dark times. The world's changed a lot, you know. I can't see it happening anything like that again. Hope to God. I know that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. But you just don't know with these fucking psychos running this show. I know. <laughs> these fucking idiots. That's the thing, isn't it, at the end of the day? the decision, Who's making the decisions and they're all fine anyway, aren't they? With the... Like someone... I read something about... I think I've mentioned this about Rashid Sunak being... Rashid Sunak. Yeah, been worth seven hundred million. So you know, just in a basic savings account, he's earning thirty million quid a year, isn't he? 
Wait, Halifax? Yeah. Getting up, quizzing. So, you, you, do you know what I mean? He's just like, <laughs> so people like that are so insulated from it. You would just disappear. You would, I would just buy as much gold as possible. Or like the fuck, what's the guy called? The bloody, who had his own record label. Branson. And and, no, and lived, Necker Island. Well, there's that, isn't there? Um, but lived on his, his super yacht, Geffen. David Geffen, you've not heard about those stories about him. I know the name, yeah. <clears throat> so it's Geffen Records, wasn't it? But he, anyway, but he, during uh, the Soviet Union, he just basically lived on his super yacht. Super on international yacht. waters? Yeah. Mm. Why? Just to get away from it all, I think. From the tyranny? Yeah. And, uh, you know, to make sure he was safe, because he's, like, old. <laughs> <laughs> But he, but like everyone goes and sees him. He's one of these people that like so he's like highly so like Bezos would go and see him and um wow well just name a name basically and they go and see him so he's like he's a billionaire obviously would Epstein go and see him probably I wonder if he's on the list David Geffen I don't know I don't think you ever get you only ever see like the same names go up again on mm. that list it's like. Pfft. How many times can you read the name Bill Clinton? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay Z, <laughs> Tom Hanks. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a different, it's a different world to to those people, isn't it? So exactly, that's what I mean. You just, it's the same, isn't it? With like um, George Bush Junior. said he was. Did he not say he was a Vietnam veteran? And oh. he was a pilot, wasn't he, or something? Right. But it was nowhere near any kind of combat or anything like that. His dad was the most powerful man in the States for a long time. Head of the CIA and then the president. Yeah, yeah. And he ran a a group called, was it called The Enterprise? Right. Charlie Robinson did an episode on it recently, I think, Mm. called The Enterprise. Banking interests. Um, Interestingly, his father-in-law, he married into a banking family. And he came from a banking family. But his father-in-law was educated at Stonyhurst College. Wow. Jesuit College, like five miles from us, seven miles from us. I know, it's a really old, famous school, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stonyhurst. I looked, I went to the website, and I thought, I wonder what it costs. No no price. Yeah, yeah, there's prices for all ages. For sixth form, I think it's about 40k a year. All right, okay. 40 grand a year. It's not too bad. <laughs> Which is for like normal schools because I don't get it when you when it's private world, it's like prep school and you go to that till you're about eight, right? And then you go to somewhere else and then you go to somewhere else. Well, this took like, um, I think primary school age, right? Kids. Okay, uh, that was maybe like 15, 18 grand a year. Is that all? That's all, yeah, right? Okay, they do boarding as well, yeah. So, yeah, it's just a uh, Try to think. Uh, I looked at like the previous notable people, alumnus, alumni. Yeah. They didn't have the Bush connection guy, obviously. No, because no, it'd be too. No. Um, do you remember The Office? Ricky Gervais show The Office. Mm. Do you remember he had like a regional manager above him who would come and visit every now and again, who used to brown nose. Yeah. Um, he is an ex Stonyhurst alumnus. Um. Yeah, a couple of rugby players. I can't remember now because it was earlier this week when I looked at it. 
Yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, it, f- it was um, George Herbert Walker. Right, okay. So the the Bushes, Bush Jr., he was George H. Bush, I think, wasn't he? George W. Bush. Yeah. George Walker Bush. And Bush Sr., the guy who... Uh, Read my lips. Yeah. Ahead of the CIA. He was George Herbert Walker Bush. Right. Named after, like, when his father-in-law, I guess. His father? Named after. Yeah, I can't remember. What a can't random remember. school to come to. Yeah. Uh, Jesuit mm. College in Lancashire. Yeah. Away. Just away. On the foul coast. Is it on the foul coast, that one? It's on Longridge Way. Yeah, it's that one, isn't it? So I'm getting, there's another one in between, like, Fleetwood and Blackpool. Right. I can't, and that's another famous one-ish. Is that Russell? Russell? No. Could be. Don't know. Could be. It's an old one. Yeah. So, yeah, Gladiators. <laughs> you can watch it on High Play. So I bet you, I bet you like it. I don't Especially know. your eldest. If I, if I could peel him away from <coughs> Roblox for oh, uh, it's, a, it's a Roblox phase, is it? Yeah, it's bad. It's cut him deep. Just wait. He has. Does he have a switch? Nintendo a, switch. We have two switches now. Yeah. We have a switch light that the youngest one doesn't pick up now. Yeah. And then we have a one for the telly. Which also you can play, can't you, in your hand? And he's just not interested in it at all now. Who, the youngest? The oldest one. He's not interested in a Switch? No. What's he doing then? Playing Roblox on his... Oh, is that on a tablet? On a tablet, yeah. Right. Can you play it on the Switch as well, Roblox, isn't it? I presume so. Yeah, it's a free game, isn't it? I presume you can. It's all the... Yeah. So now he's on about Robux. Mm. The dreaded... Fake money. In-game purchases, yeah. yeah. So it's V-Bucks on Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. So I just... Yeah, the games are free, and then they make the money through in-game purchases for skins. Exactly, yeah. Dad, can I spend £12 on a skin? 12 quid for some digital nonsense. It's your money, mate. <coughs> right, okay. Yeah, I know. It is weird. Uh, we We had a discussion, a very brief discussion, me and the wife today. But it's like, you know, there's the amount of toys in the house that we've bought and just aren't touched. Yeah. Just not interested in it. They go through it. They've been through it. Yeah. Um, maybe not your youngest. Mm. I bet still though, picks up toys. I was going to say, if you get out a box of toys that haven't been out for six yeah. months, mm. they'll go, oh, yeah. and they'll start playing with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah. They do do that. I it's mean, novelty. Yeah, um, the and he does go back to certain things sometimes. But the youngest one's just into cars. He just loves cars, mm. all kinds of cars, and driving them in remote control cars. But he's just got so many. Like this is the thing I always think about. I can remember like having, you know, five toys that stick in my mind, and <coughs> he's got like, you know, lit- they've literally got hundreds of toys. If you count all these little cars. Yeah, stuff. action figures. Yeah. It's just so cheap. And everyone's got more money yeah. to spend on tat. So your house is just full of it. Yeah. We and had teddies. A, we had a big clear out of about three... Uh, I think it's when we put the Christmas decorations away. Right, okay. We did a double whammy of a weekend. <laughs> Oof, ouch. 
and had a big clear out of toys with a bin bag. It's like throwing, throwing, throwing. Right. Loads of, loads of stuff that didn't get the money on money's no. worth out. They got played for for a few days and then that's it. Like Paw Patrol. Yeah, there's loads like, of Paw those Patrol toys and flying around. Yeah, yeah. The only things I haven't thrown out are his Thomas engines. So my eldest had Thomas engines. Mm. And yeah, he's going to be sitting on a little gold mine <laughs> in 20 years. Some of them, they go for mega, like, not mega money, but like 20 quid. Yeah. For a little fucking engine if they're a rare one. Right, okay. Um, so they're in, you know, like Stanley toolmakers do them screw boxes. Yeah. They got like three or four screw box full of Thomas engines. All right, okay. And uh, I'll just stick them in loft and forget about them. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, on the gaming front, mm-hmm. uh, our paradigm has shifted because we got a, a PS5 yesterday. What? Hey, what? How did he, how has he earned it then? He saved up. Really? Yeah. How much was it? 390. Right, okay. It's a digital. Have you seen the digital? Yeah, so it's not got a disc drive. It's not got a disc drive on it. You can buy an ancillary one if you wanted to. Can you? Yeah, I think it's ninety pound. Right. Okay. But I mean, it's not the way anymore. No. Well, you know, if he's just playing stuff that you download anyway. Fortnite, Rocket League. Mm. Yeah, he'll probably get FIFA when the new one comes out for Christmas or something next Mm. year or whatever. Uh, Where's that in the front room? No, it's going in his room. Right. Okay. Yeah. Are they being separated? Are they sharing a room still, I mean? Oh, in bedroom, yeah, they've bunked beds, yeah. Still sharing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They doubt there doesn't seem to be any appetite to, to split them up. Right, okay. You know, I think it'll become clear mm. when the older one starts getting annoyed at his little brother that maybe we need to think about splitting them up. Right, okay. But, yeah, I think we've got a good year, at least, before yeah. we have to cross that bridge. Okay. So, yeah, he's, he was incredibly excited uh, PS5. Few of his mates have got one. Right. So where? So is it, does that mean that there's a TV in the room now? There has been for ages. It just never got used. Right. Okay. Never used it. Yeah. We got a new TV in the lounge for our anniversary, our twentieth. What a treat! Yeah, for her. I never watched the fucking thing. That's it was my I mean. idea as well. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, our old TV went. Uh, she wanted. She said mount that in their room slave house house elf this telly needs to go in the boys room mount it so i did that <laughs> and it never really got used right okay other than um sometimes you know Fortnite, they do these live events yeah where and it might be at seven or eight o'clock at night so a couple of times i've mm. made a big deal out of it and we've got popcorn from aldi or little now and okay. like we'll you know mm. we'll get online with their cousins yeah and they'll play the live event together, and it's a big fucking whoopee doing it. Mm. So they would do it in the bedroom because it would go on too late mm. or whatever. And uh, so, yeah, the PS5 is going to go in their bedroom, so he's going to play it up there. Okay. So I guess the little one will put his switch up into, hook his switch into, up into TV and lounge. Yeah. Take over that one. He's still finding that our, the youngest, our youngest one is incredibly attached to the older one. Just follows him round, basically. Right. Like, uh, and he just wants to be doing what he's doing Ooh. all of the time. Does he not mess with Fortnite? No. Your eldest? No. Fucking... Not even on his radar. 
doesn't mention it at all. Wow, that's weird. I know, I don't know why. Like, my youngest is winning Battle Royales now, solo. Is he really? Yeah, did, did one the other day. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no big deal. You're fucking solid. <laughs> you were shy. <laughs> we're so bad at it. <laughs> we played it one night and gave up. Uh, there's games where there's no building now, so it's just straight shoot them up game modes. So you can do no build battle royales, right. which we would be better at. Do you think? Well, obviously, better than. Oh, that was it because the thing got box, box, box. Like get... building boxes around each ourselves. It gets Sorry. smaller and smaller and smaller, doesn't it? Yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? That wasn't a problem for us. We were usually dead within five minutes. Yeah, but yeah, they're crazy. It's crazy watching them. How good they are. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just pick it up. I know it's weird, isn't it? How it's they learn it. Mm. Um. But yeah, they a lot. Of, they often ask for V books for birthday. Mm. What can you do? Well, that's what yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, I've tried the. Don't waste your money on that. It's a lot of shit. It's Digital just, tat. <laughs> it's just what they're interested in. Exactly. So you either waste the money on the toys. That I, you know, had just not, never played with, really. <coughs> um, I waste the money on this fucking just farming. Yeah. This digital fucking dress. Can you imagine, Matt, being a 41-year-old man and being down to the last two in a battle royale and losing to an eight-year-old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd be quite happy to be down to the last two. <laughs> I think that might have happened, you know, by accident. <laughs> like, to the last three or four, maybe, and then we just got killed. Yeah. So I think, like, one of us, maybe. I have no idea. Well, we used to play as a squad, didn't we? A duo or a trio or something. Maybe. Which they do. I, d- I told you about when they carried Julius's mum, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I won't go into it again, will I? That yeah. was funny. Yeah. Come on, get your mum to play. We'll carry her on a battle royale <laughs> on a trio. And they fucking won. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, that's the the other thing is, is like, if they put, I suppose what I lament to myself is, you can't force it, can you? Is the amount of time he spends staring at that fucking tablet or gaming console. If he just spent half of that time reading (laughs) or doing some maths. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be a fucking genius, wouldn't he? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, he'd be certainly better. Like well, the thing I tell you what's worked really well. Um, we have told him he has to. He still has to do some of, which is the the times table rock stars because he was shit at times tables. T T R S. Yeah, before that, and he's done it. He did it for like six weeks, and he was doing the times tables in the questions in less than two seconds. Right. It's a really good program, that. Uh, because, as well, you can change the difficulty. Yeah. So I, you thought, can... I thought it did it automatically. Maybe it does now. I think Maybe it, it does. does now, yeah. Because I fucked it up for him. Because <laughs> I started doing it. Oh, you swear. <laughs> and then, I can't do any of these questions, Dad. <laughs> but he's faster. He's probably can do him. He can do him faster than me now, basically. Right. I don't, yeah, I suppose it's pretty useful, isn't it? That's to a just, degree, that's your just times wrote, tables. Wrote learning, but they wanted yeah. it. He said that they wanted them to work on 
just been the recall, just being able to know. Do it instantly. Yeah, yeah, that four times four is 20. (laughs) Yeah. Seven fives. (laughs) Next. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's the sevens and the eights for me. Sevens times tables is the worst, I imagine, for me. Yeah. Nines is easy because you can just take one off. Yeah. Each time. Add 10 and take one off. Yeah. So, and 18, 20, 27, 30, 30, 40, 50, 40, 60, 70, 80, 90. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a Indian guy that does, I don't know, it's on TikTok. Johnny5? I don't know. And he does, Is it live? No. He does like weird ways of figuring out maths. That's not just like standard long division or whatever. He just says, you just do this and it gets the answer. Is he some sort of yogic alchemist? Maybe, yeah. Um, but he's quite good as well to look. He's like that. But he's gone back to it. And I thought, uh, I caught him crying and getting frustrated one day. So what's wrong with you? Dad, it's taking me 2.1 seconds to answer the questions. It used to be like 1.9 seconds. Oh, my God. You couldn't even answer him six weeks ago. Do you know what I mean? But I like to keep that kind of thing going in the background. He has to do a bit of that. As well as just this mindless fucking, what's it called? New Haven, it's called, on Roblox. Oh, right. Isn't that in, like, a Lego film? New Haven. That's Lego film, isn't it, New Is Haven? That's I've, I don't think I've seen the Lego film. I've seen Lego Batman, but not the yeah. Lego movie. So I think, it's, I think it might be called New Haven. In, oh, it's just, I've just figured it out. That's why they all like Lego. Did they not have an <laughs> Among Us phase? No. He talked about it, and like other people at school must have played it, but he's never played it. He's never vented to electrical. <laughs> no. Right. No. Yeah. Spoken yeah. about it. We've been through all these fucking Minecraft roadblocks. Mm. He went through a Minecraft phase, but then like, and he started building it. He went to a Minecraft club at school, after oh. school club, and they, they were supposed to be learning. Nerds. Yeah, learning how to build stuff. He said he just, it sounded like he just dicked about with someone there, basically. He was paired with. Um, but he enjoyed it. He's on, he's on keyboard lessons at the moment. Right. Can I have a keyboard, Dad? No, because you don't play a ukulele. <laughs> <coughs> we had a parents' evening on Thursday, mm. and uh, I was talking to a music teacher. You know, the, the pupil sits down with you at parents' evening at high school. Come with me, child, whilst we talk about you. Well, we took him we took him to primary school a few times. He just sits there like Oh no, like secondary school. Yeah. You yeah. have to take them. Well, it, pretty much. It's, right. it was asked, yeah. Oh right, okay. And you yeah. both sit down, the parents yeah. and the Do you have to go is it like uh what's it called? That dating. Speed dating. Is it was it? pretty much like a horrendous speed dating thing. Okay. So the the kid makes appointments for you with each teacher. And within Ugh. ten minutes, that is fucking out the window. It's just a, it's just yeah. a fucking yeah chaos. Yeah, bum and fight. Hot, boiling. I went straight from work at I was in Burnley in a frozen house. I had two layers of Under Armour on, plus my work gear. Oh no, was you dripping? I you? wasn't bad. I wasn't bad. Where did he Something hold jacket. it? In the old assembly hall. Yeah, I think it's called the Arts Theatre now. Right, it was, wasn't it? It was like a stage, really. Yeah. And some of the classrooms down the corridor next to that because right. there weren't enough room in the arts theatre. Yeah. And uh, his music teacher said he'd, he'd had a breakthrough on drums today. 
What did he manage to do? It just clicked. Oh, right, okay. With the drums, so... It's like, crikey, I should never... I should have kept my kit. Could have yeah. got on that. It's like, nah, don't want it. Is that what he said? Not interested. Right. He don't listen to music. You see, they don't listen to music, really. Not very often. It's quite you young, know, Unless it's though. the greatest show. Greatest showman or whatever the... F- whatever it is. Does he watch that? Oh! Do you just want to sing a song, a bad song? <laughs> no, it's just that's, you know, he, he likes it. All right, he likes okay. that. This is the greatest show, whatever it is. Huge, yeah. huge, huge Jackman. Yeah, I know the film. It's right. shit. I've not seen it. No, it's not a song. It was like everyone creamed over that, didn't they, when it came out? And I, I watched the, it. I thought this would be stayed. really good. This would be really good. No, shite. You thought it'd be really good? Yeah. Sometimes musicals are good. Like Lame is. <laughs> I try I can't now I can't watch musicals, they're awful. I don't I can't watch musicals. It is pointless. Unless, you know, there's an odd Disney musical I can and you know, if you're gonna class nineteen was it ninety three Aladdin? With well, no, uh, Robin Williams. If you class di- that as a musical. All Disney films. Disney films are a category of themselves. Yeah. Classic Disney uh, Disney. Disney, Disney films. Because they all were like that, weren't they? Song singing and dancing. And cartooning. Never heard a friend like me. Do, do, do. Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Could your friend do this? Yeah. Great film. Robin Williams is like, a, that's a genius performance. Yes. You know, if you go to Lather at Lytham and watch Aladdin and see some guy try and compete with that, it's just not happening, I'm afraid. No. One of a kind. No one could have done that. You know, no. you could say maybe Jim Carrey's the closest maybe. of a performer who maybe could do quite a good job. Maybe a little bit like Robbie Williams. Maybe. Of, you know, he's the only guy who comes close, I would suggest. No? I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I think Robin Williams is a better serious actor as well. Well... A dramatic I've, actor. I've never seen Jim Carrey in a serious role. No, he's done some, hasn't he? So I suppose you, Man in the Moon, you potentially would call that a serious role. Yeah. Or... The Mask. The Mask. Or Liar Liar. Or... Um, a great cult room drama, that one. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah. The one where he's in his own TV show. That's a drama. Oh, that's, Truman Show. That's a drama, really, isn't it? Do you not think? <coughs> Never seen it. Get, fuck off. Nah, I've seen bits of it. You've not seen The Truman Show? No. I think that's a really good film, The Truman Show. I'm sure it is. I like the premise. It is like The Truman Show. It's in a here. great premise. I know the film. I know what it's about and everything. And I know the, the famous scene at the end where he hits the, the wall. The third and, wall. And leaves. The back eye. Yeah. And everyone turns the telly off. Yeah. Yeah. Reality TV gone too far, essentially. Yes. But yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> Just in bits. Mm. That was a serious role. It, was, it wasn't, there was no comedy in it, was there not? I can't believe that. Not really, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, no, not, not remember. Not that I remember. Maybe I should watch it. Maybe. But it's on streamings, isn't it? Probably not, because it's a classic, I would say. So you don't put classics on streamings? I don't think so. It'll be on, like, 
Paramount. I'll buy a hard copy and a disk drive for a PS5. Yeah, basically. Watch it on that. <coughs> yeah. I think he's done some other things, but Robin Williams was like a good... Have you never seen like One Hour Photo or something? I was going to say that was the first one that came to my head. Or just Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. That's a, dr- that's a drama, isn't it? Really? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, of course. <laughs> Man loses kids in divorce, Fucking becomes trans. This is it's a psychological thriller. It's a character study. Mrs. Doubtfire. It is. You watch it? it today. Yeah. With a, an adult's eyes. My kids fucking love it, man. They love that film. It's the, yeah, it's the dressing up as a lady, isn't it? It's just fucking hilarious. Yeah. On a, for a kid. Millennium Man. But you watch it as an adult. It's like, fucking hell, this guy's life has been torn apart. Yes. And this is the lengths he will go to to see his kids. He'll get up in drag. He's got that fruity brother, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> fruity brother. That fruity brother. He's the, like the makeup artist. He makes the, the mask. prosthetic mask. Oh, it like that. Beautiful, darling. <laughs> <laughs> you look beautiful. Oh, fuck, <laughs> what a film. Now, I want something a bit older. <laughs> You have a Janiya Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. Turns to winning the poo then. <laughs> That's how she sounds. <clears throat> and uh, Pierce. Oh, yes, darling. Mm, it's proper Mary Poppins, like a Scottish Poppins. Yeah. Scotty Poppins ripoff. Yeah. And he, what's the thing where, does he need, does he not uh, scupper all the previous occupants? Like he phones, he phones pretending to be answering the advert. Yes, and yeah, and like does him. stupid. Vo- he does his yeah. what you know his Good Morning Vietnam, yeah. multi personality disorder, mm. improv to sort of scupper. So so his his wife, his ex wife, is like, oh my god, I put this advert up. Oh, I'm getting these crazy people applying for this job. And then this Man. this like <laughs> legit bat, <laughs> <laughs> this like obvious <laughs> man in drag. <laughs> Oh fuck me! I'll just have it. I just can't imagine. Like the best bit of that, the the, the scene that I think about the most. <coughs> there's two. Obviously, the big reveal when he's doing the Heimlich, and well, he has. And it's a it's a restaurant appointment. Yes, so the two things. The he's same. trying to sort his career out. Yeah, he has to meet the TV producer. Mm. He doesn't want to miss the big meal with the family because does he suspect that Pierce Brosnan is going to engage? Yeah, going to propose? And move them away or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so he's, he's constantly, he's getting pissed, isn't he? He's getting lit with the um, the TV producer and having to keep going into the bathroom to get changed to go with the family. Yeah. So go on, sorry. And the other one is when the social worker turns up and he has to put his face in cream. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <laughs> And it drops into a tea. One number two, darling. Yes, a famous gift, that. Hello. Yes. I may have used it this week in the Element server. Yeah. But, you know, they don't make films like that anymore, do they? It would never get made. No. Can you imagine the pitch meeting for that movie with the studio? (laughs) Picture Robin Williams as a failed father. His wife is divorcing him and asking for full custody of the kids. Robin's plan... (laughs) <laughs> is to apply for a job as a housekeeper, turn up in drag, and win over the family. Mm. It's a great film. It's a heartwarming film at the end. 
Yes. Really heartwarming. Um, Tear jerking. It all gets resolved. It's a good, it's a happy ending. It is, isn't it? Uh, to have a really shit situation. There's, yeah. uh, it's really well resolved. It's a classic film. And uh, yeah, my kids fucking love it. Then they lap it up. It's like Home Alone to them. It's like, it's like crack. It's like spice. I might try it then. I might trial it. See, we're still with the youngest, you see. He still like gets, he just switches off after 10 minutes, starts walking around looking for attention. Yeah, he's not far off though. From mm. being able to, if it, you know, does he? Have you tried him on Home Alone? Yeah, he says he wants to watch it on, because he's the older one, right? And he can't get through it basically. Ah well, yeah. Still, still, the other one will watch it. That's good it's, enough. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sod him. The thing is, if it's funny, the older one starts cracking up and laughing and howling. The younger one will pay start paying attention. Then, oh, what's yes. he laughing at? This is something. Maybe I need to pay attention to this. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it can be infectious in that way. Mm. How you control your children. <laughs> Through comedies. Early <laughs> 90s comedies. Gosh, it's got me thinking now, you know, maybe I should introduce some Jim Carrey into the situation. Well, yeah, I think The Mask. We tried Ace Ventura in the past. I think it was a little bit too... bit old. Yeah. <laughs> the Mask might be, uh, be your older one. Yeah, I mean, he's too old. He's almost too old for the mask, my 12-year-old. Really? We were 12 when that came out. Were we? Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't watch it when it came out. We got it on VHS. I don't know. I think I might went went to the cinema to watch that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Because I remember you, you... Did you lend me the VHS, the mask? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure I had my own copy. My oh. own hard copy. I don't know. Yeah, in the gulag. Cracky. Um, that first scene with Cameron Diaz in that film with the red dress on is like, holy shit balls, <laughs> man. Who is she? Uh, I, I know, yeah. What year did that come out? 94, I think. 94, so we were 11. 30 years ago. 30 years Jesus, ago. Jesus, how old is she then? Well, she must have been in early 20s, I imagine. Right. I think she was very young in that film. Basically. Really? Yeah. Well, I think I like don't remember. Peak. I don't think she went in anything else, did she? Before that, no. I think it was like one of her first, if not first, role. Right. Try this red dress on. <laughs> All right, you got the job. Can we just uh, get you wet? <laughs> Pretend it's raining outside. Yeah. Just come in a bit sodden. Yeah. Oh, hell's bells. I know. More tea, Vicky. Oof. I'm surprised that's not up in here somewhere. What? Her in the red dress. No, I mean, she used to be in, uh, that was that period where she was the hottest thing, weren't she? Shortly yes. after that, what film would it have been after that? Well, something about Mary was 98, I think, because that's four years later. Right. She would be like uh, regularly regularly in the top five FHM, wouldn't she? 100 Sexiest Women. Yes. And then it's sort of around about Charlie's Angels, it started to go downhill. Yes. I blame. So objectifying, isn't it? It is, isn't it? But you know, what else have we got to do? Yeah. Yeah, the mask. I might try the mask. I'm trying to think what other. Uh, liar, liar is probably going to be a good one, isn't it? I would say so. The pen is blue. Yeah. The claw. Oh! <laughs> yeah. 
These see these references. You know, when you were talking about that thing, you, you're in jokes in a relationship. Yeah. So the claw that doing it this way. I explain. You have to explain to the listeners who maybe don't know what you're talking about. What relationship they, in jokes. So in a relationship, you can. In some relationships, if you have a happy one like me and my wife, ninety percent of the time, you have an in joke that you both know. You reference a film in order to mean something. Yeah. So if you're being a little bit lame in my relationship, you would say the claws like that because in Liar Liar, there's the lame guy and he does the claws one finger, and Jim Carrey does the proper properly. Claw. Yeah, goes for it. Yeah, or. Um, if you're trying to say something, and you, you can't think of the word, you finish it off with the pen is blue. The, 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 <laughs> the other person is it. So yeah. if you see your spouse saying the the yeah. the the uh, the uh, the uh, pen is the, blue, yes, the pen is blue. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Thanks. Yeah, the pen is blue. Yeah, yeah, and clever, so, clever girl. Yeah, that's another, another. That is thing. another classic that's used a lot. Yes. Yeah. Clever girl. Clever girl. Um, yeah. Is that where you mine all your in jokes from? Night, early, mid nineties comedies. That and Partridge. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Of, some Partridge in there. Was your missus into Partridge? Yeah. Wow. It's funny. We downloaded. We bought. Uh, knowing me, knowing you, with Alan Partridge. And watched it. Did you get the zombie version? What does that mean? Gnawing me, gnawing you. No. No. Oh, that was the... uh, the, He does get dressed up in one of those things, doesn't he, as a zombie? he puts. Oh, did he? I just made that up. No, yeah, he (laughs) sellotapes some biscuits to his face. And and wears a shower curtain. (laughs) And he's a zombie. I think it might be in the second series, that. When he's staying in a Holiday Inn or... And he has his 12-inch plate. So the 12-inch plate is quite is referenced quite a lot. Right. When if you pile it high at a buffet, yeah. you should have brought your 12-inch plate. <laughs> See, it won't work. She never into partridge. I can't use that that no. material. Like she went into the League of Gentlemen. That would be another one. Yes. Well, yeah, well, um, she didn't. I don't think uh, mine was into that, to be honest with you. I can remember. I can't remember, actually. Did we watch that together? Family pegs. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah. My wife now, yeah. Yeah, my wife now, Dave. Yeah, we would say that, I think. Yeah. And I kind of can't. Right. If you want, if she wants uh, a can of Coke, I get well, her a can of Coke. What did she say when she got her boobs out? Who? My wife? <laughs> Surprise. No, a can of can't. The <laughs> local shop oh, woman. I, I don't know. Something about milking. She was milking a... Wasn't she breastfeeding a pig or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking bad. Wasn't it? <laughs> I remember we used to watch, we used to come around to my mum and dad's back room, drink beer and play sh- shithead and watch The League of Gentlemen. Fucking, that was a life, wasn't it? Spaced. Do you remember Spaced? I never watched it. You, you watched it at my house. Maybe I zoned out. Couldn't tell you anything about Spaced. That was another thing I went back to ages ago to watch. I'm not a fan of Simon Pegg. I think he's a bit of a twat. He does come across that way these days. Does he? Yeah. Well, 20 years ahead of my time then. Best mate with Tom Cruise now, isn't he? 
They're going to say Ted Cruz. Oh, because of, <laughs> of MI? Yeah. It's impossible. He's going to be a Scientologist. I don't know. He's, he's going to get close. the Freedom Medal of Valor. He's been talking about his alcoholism. He's like an Heck. alcoholic. Yeah, something recent. He is now. Well, he's clean now, I think. All right. I think he's sober. But I saw him talking about stuff. Wow. Yeah. No, I always preferred Nick. Ross yes. seemed like a... A nice gentleman. Uh, less of a... I don't know, he'd come across a bit up himself, Peg. Yeah. That's the vibe I got as a teenager. Oh, you could sense that. Could I don't you? know, I don't know. He was in the second series of Partridge. Peg. Simon Peg, yeah, he's like a TV producer or something, isn't it? Perfect. He comes to... For the role. He comes to the hotel to talk to him about something, and that's when they have a ladyboy. It's called a ladyboy. I can't remember what it was. was. It like gin and fucking Baileys or something. Gin. <laughs> I can't remember. Did you ever watch the movie you did? The Partridge movie? Alpha Papa. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was okay. It was quite hostage. Funny. It's a live hostage situation. <laughs> it was quite funny, wasn't it? I thought it was all right. It was fine. Yeah. The recent stuff hasn't. No Johnny English. No. The recent stuff hasn't been uh, as entertaining. Like, he did a, a one-show rip-off, didn't they? I didn't find that particularly... Like, some of the jokes in this, like, 90s stuff, again, you can't... My sense of humour is outdated now. You just can't get away with it. Like, there's one... So there's, there's, like, a guy in drag again. It comes back to a guy in drag. And it, it's like the, the Knowing Me, Knowing Yule episode, and she does, or he does... Um, loads of uh, risque jokes, you know. Ooh, eh, pardon. He would say that, and then yeah. he, he like comes out of character and says, "Now, do you want to meet Wayne Etta, or do you want to meet Wayne?" <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what I mean? You just wouldn't. There's just no way, is there, that that would ever. The BBC won't commission that these days. Exactly. Yeah. So, stop me, not me down with a feather. I know. So. <coughs> uh, but it makes me laugh uh, because it's funny. Well, is there anything funny on? I don't watch TV now, so I don't know if there's anything funny on. I was trying to think of. I would anything. imagine that it's just become a sterile fucking mess. Do you know what's quite good still? Tepid. Inside number nine is still good. Oh, that is. So it was. It's two of them from the League of Gentlemen. It's the one with the dark hair and the one who's in Benidorm. <laughs> Simon Pemberton is one of them. Reese Shearsmith. And Shearsmith. Small one. Yeah, he's the he's other the f- Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to buy some pegs? <laughs> Is that him? That's Reese, yeah. Right, okay. He's the best. Um, and... Not Moriarty. Not the tall one. No, he's not in it at right. all. Two little guys. He might have made a guest appearance in one Fuck episode. The love the one where... Where is it? Where um, they're like... Um, they do shows at schools. They do, um, oh, you know, like P- P- S- PCH, PSHE lessons for schools. So Legs come- Akimbo. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's goals. That was so great. I know, because it was like stuff you... This is your thing, though. It's relatable, because yeah. we, we witnessed that shit, where this troop of Amdram guys would come in and do try and get down with the kids. Oh, he's wearing his baseball cap backwards. Yeah. Talk to us about knife crime or some shit. Well, that's what, that's what I mean. So... <coughs> It's, things have changed so much, haven't they? The culture's changed that I only find things funny that has Jim Carrey and you know, Robin Williams and uh, basically people with men in drag. <laughs> That's it. All the rest of it's just hilarious. 
<clears throat> yeah. I'm just trying to think what, like, I suppose the things I've watched that made me laugh is, is mainly just stand-up stuff recently. I can't really remember a TV show that's been... I've maybe watched, maybe I've watched some dramedies, some dramedies. Like or movies. Dramedies. Well, movies are different. You've got more leeway with movies. No, so I'd say like Succession is a dramedy, a right. comedy and a drama, like right. a dark comedy. But it's still not like a, it's not like The Office or, um, you know, Phoenix Nights or things like that. The Office brought the mould <laughs> with comedy though. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the pilot of The Office on BBC Two. Right. Just one episode. Mm. It was on at, I want to say it was, it was on at like 10 o'clock. Yeah, it would on have BBC been. BBC Two, quarter was. past 10, something daft like that, 45 yeah, no, minute episode. Apparently nobody watched it the first time. It I was did. On. I did. I was like, wow, this is new. This is, new. This right. is novel. It's interesting. Mm. And the, he, uh, you know, love him or hate him, Ricky Gervais, he sort of uh, created a genre that was copied by mm. everyone, imitated, and it Never beaten, really, in those first two seasons. Well, uh, did you know what I was unique was um, that Peter Kay thing? That was before The Office. So yeah, he, fair play. He won, um, like, the comedy thing. Of Perrier. The, or whatever. A Perrier Award, I think. No, it was on Channel 4, and as part of it, he got to make a pilot. And one of, oh, the, right. and one of them was, like, one of the episodes of that Peter Kay thing. And he did... It wasn't the same, was it, where it followed a group of people. It was a different It was an anthology, more of an anthology. Yeah, it was a different sort of... Yeah. But one of them was Phoenix, the Phoenix Club. I was going to say, Phoenix Nights is the same idea, but it's just, it's played more... Not like with uh, the The camera. Office is played straight. Yeah. This is a real situation. It's not a comedy show, whereas mm-hmm. the Phoenix Nights is straddling a line between... Yes. Uh realism and, and well, satire Well, no, it's comedy. not because there's... So, sorry, like, in that Peter Kay thing, they address the camera. Mm. But in, in Phoenix Nights, they don't, do they? So it is... No. It's a proper... But a lot of it is comedy. believable. Oh, yes. You yeah. know, it's not like... Um, no, yeah. Red Dwarf or something like that. It's actual... You, you met people who were like that, like Ray Vaughan, mm. who will come and rig up your fucking electrics at lamppost outside. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he's Ray Vaughan. Exactly. Ray yeah. Vaughan. Mm. Yeah, Phoenix, what a show. Mm. That'd be worth a rewatch, I think, after 20 years. Yes, Phoenix these nice. things are quite quite useful to go back to. Like, I can always go back to, like, the second series of Alan Partridge, because that's just hilarious. Father Ted's another one. Yeah, Father Ted. Not watched it for 20 years. Yeah, and, that uh, would make you laugh, probably. Did you ever watch the IT crowd? No, never, never could get into it. But people right. go on about that because it has thingy in it, doesn't it? Who? The brass eye guy. Well, Chris Morris. Yeah. Do you know where he was educated? Stonyhurst. Stonyhurst College. <laughs> you just reminded me. Oh, right. Okay, that's good, isn't it? And his brother, who right. I think is a producer. Oh. Yeah. Really, G. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I never watched the IT crowd. No. But it's the same guy, Graham Linehan, isn't it? I Who's... like um, the guy with the glasses. Adawadi. 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 Yeah, Adawadi. Richard. Adawadi. 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 Are you okay, Adi? I like his shtick. He's quite funny. Makes me laugh. Yeah. It's quite funny. Do you know what I quite like, which is a little bit funny, but not, is uh, Gone Fishing. 
What's that? Another fishing program. Is that the Bob <laughs> Mortimer one? Yeah, with Bob Mortimer and uh, White House. They still do that, do they? Yeah, it's been going for years now. It's. I imagine um, our kids will look at that like last of the summer wine. Oh, look at look at dad. <laughs> yeah. Look at dad enjoying his bland. I know last oh, of the summer wine. That was was that was on for forty Northern years. Northern comedy. Yeah, yeah. Course you Green grass. Was it green grass? No, that was. That was Emma Day. Emma... <laughs> no, was it? Was uh, it not that one heartbeat? Yeah, it was same green... thing. Yeah, <laughs> green grass. No, you're thinking about Nora Batty. Yeah. Compo. I do think about Nora Batty a lot. Yeah, yeah. Compo was trying to get into Nora Batty's knickers. Is that what it was? Every week, yeah. God, I used to hate when that. Some reason I, it was so long. I associated it. Obviously, it was on a Sunday, wasn't it? But like some reason, I can just remember it being on and it being sunny outside. But it's like bedtime. Wow, that's what I kind of. Or it was the lead up to bedtime. Yeah, I used to get that feeling of oh, that the weekend's heartbeat. over when heartbeat came on. That was on at seven, wasn't it? I think on a Sunday, maybe or eight. Mastermind. Used to give me similar vibes. Oh, it's time for bed. Yeah, the complete opposite bathroom. was Friday night with Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast? There was, I'm pretty sure it's Catherine. Is he called Catherine Hamill? Is that a name? Hat, who was in Terminator? <laughs> Linda Hamilton. Lin, that's it, Linda Hamill. That's it. Was she in Beauty and the Beast? I think so. I might be getting it wrong. It was Beauty. It was it. <laughs> it was. So it was a TV show. It was on for like half an hour, I think. Well, but I looked it up. It's a thing. I didn't. I thought, am I fucking like making this up? But I used to get to stay up late on a Friday and watch it. I think it was on at like half eight or something. Do, you, me- TV. do you remember uh, a tea time show, an American show, and they were all dinosaurs, like latex dinosaurs, like well, humanoid you, dinosaurs? You're ringing a bell now. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. Because <laughs> I can picture them in my head. There's oh. a show all about humanoid dinosaurs. Fuck me, yeah. What was that? I don't know. Like 91, 92, something like that. Wow. Around about Desmond's time. Yeah. I used to love Desmond's. Yeah, that was Bug funny. Bye. Yeah. The barbershop yes. show. That was great. <clears throat> I enjoyed that. It's so sad, isn't it, that we have to talk about comedies from 30 years ago. I'm just trying to think of like... There's nothing now. Like a sitcom or a comedy show... That's been released. It's like cartoons that are coming to my mind. You can't make them. It seems like real them. life ones. So like you lads be more risque with a cartoon. Like, you know, Rick and Morty and some of the stuff they've done in that or um, oh, you got one there, haven't you? You know, if you if you if we're gonna say the last five years, I'm guessing Family Guy's still going. Yeah. Right. Even though I don't know anyone who watches it. No. I used to watch it. I used to buy the box sets, the, like the season box sets for like the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. And then it was roundabout. I remember getting Blue Harvest. Yes. You remember Blue Harvest? That was yeah. the, it was like a scene for scene yes. Star Wars yeah. New Hope animated remake with loads of great gags if you're a massive Star Wars nerd like I was. Mm-hmm. And um, then I just stopped. It just got old. That's another in joke. Pew, pew. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, Brian, <laughs> Brian, go 
God, she was looking at another dog before. <gasps> oh, homeless hounds have got a, a beautiful little girl, a puppy called Hope. She's okay. some, some sort of like beast, <laughs> like a bull bull mastiff type. She said, "Look at this dog. He looks. She looks just like Zeus." And it was like, "Wow, they look quite similar." Right. Okay. I just um, what you need is another giant dog. <laughs> A sled? Fucking hell, he's doing my it. Right. Yesterday morning, I was awoken by a paw in the back of my head. Okay, and some weird yellow fluid. And uh, so it turns out, right, the boys, they get up usually about <clears throat> half six, seven o'clock Oof. on the weekend. For extreme gaming time. They're not allowed on the machines till late. Right, okay. Um so they all oh, that's getting hyped. Hyped, <laughs> ready. Ready for the first battle royale, for the first crown victory royale of the day. 8.15 a.m. Bring it. I want that new skin. What so, are they doing it between half six and eight then? Just, they'll just put the telly on. They're, right. watch, like, they're watching a Lego series on. Maybe have some croissant. <laughs> Vita Bix. <laughs> Do they make their own breakfast? Uh, trois, trois they, Vita Bix. Can they make their own breakfast? Yeah, uh, it depends what it is. The thing is, we have to put the cereal on top of the fridge, otherwise the dog yes. will destroy it. Yeah. So, if they want cereal, then they have to wait for one of us to come down to reach it. Mm. Although, eight-year-old, he'll, he'll just go like, fuck that, I'm going to grab a chair from other room, and he'll just climb things. Or he'll just jump on the worktop. He'll pull himself up on the worktop and stand on the worktop. And yeah. F- totally fearless. And athletic in that regard, in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, so they come down at like uh, seven-ish and they leave the baby gate open at the top of the stairs. Yeah. So guess what happens? Comes in. The monster comes up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And this has Get been happening. Get away from the kids. <laughs> Get away from the kids. He just wants peace. He just wants to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for a few months now. And he would usually just lie in between us at the bottom of the bed lengthways with the rest of us. He's been gradually sneaking up. Right? You want some of that sweet, sweet head action? This morning, I woke up and his head was there on the pillow. <laughs> there on the pillow in front of me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, dear. I love him to bits, though. I'm so glad we got him. He's a lovely dog. But, uh, yeah, she's looking for a friend for him now. Like the thing is, if you have two dogs that size, if they decide to pull in the same direction, yeah, it's like you know, uh, back in the day when you were hung, drawn, and quartered. Um, like the first, the last what guy. What happens if they pull in opposite directions? That's what I was gonna say. Like, I think the last guy in France who was hung, drawn, and quartered was, I think, in the nineteenth century. Really? Yeah, or maybe it was. Was it around the revolution? Maybe it was 1780, something like that. Yeah. Can't remember. But in those days, they would sort of put you down and they would tie a horse to each limb mm. and then set the horses off. And that's how you were quartered by wild horses. Mm. They fucked it up on that guy as well. They had to finish. The tendons were still attached. And some guy with an axe had to come and like, chop it and like, finish it up. He was still fucking alive. Well, yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? You wouldn't die unless you die of shock. 
But he'd already been he'd already been hung and drawn and his genitals cut off. Oh right, okay. You think you would bleed out quick from having your your nads, your junk <laughs> slapped off? But maybe they quarterized it. Yeah, probably. Probably gelded. You're probably just fucking gelded. It's like the brutality. It's amazing, isn't it? You just can't believe people... this was in public. I know. Yeah. People queued up. People were waiting. Yeah, come on. We want the gelding. We want to see it, man. Yeah. It's like no uh, else to do, was there? I suppose. No TV to quell. You know, those people were no different from us. Well, no, yeah. It's quite socially acceptable, isn't it? Slowly got... It can flip on a dime, Mm. I would say. But, um... I don't know how it got... Yeah, so if you have two dogs that size, you could end up getting quartered. (laughs) If they go... I mean, if they go in the same direction, you're going to struggle to hold them. That's my, my concern, really. Yeah. I think I'd be all right. But, you know, I've got, um, you know, a few stone on her, mm. weight-wise, mm-hmm. and, you know, massive strength advantage. Huge calves. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the only thing. But the thing is, he's, he never pulls, and he's very good on the lead. Really? But you'd never know, <clears throat> you know if you throw another dog into the situation, how things will react, especially another rescue. You don't know the history of all that shit. Yeah. I mean, he well, seems quite happy, quite docile and stuff, doesn't he? Um, never pulls. And it never seemed, goes after a cat or anything. Not bothered. We've like so. My wife's had parents had loads of dogs and always had two. Right. And they had the last pairing was like Max. He was like a beautiful. I think it was like a kennel club. Um, like a pedigree. Pedigree Alsatian. Um, but he unfortunately it has to be put down inside, like in fits and stuff. Um, but he was, he wanted to dominate so bad that he um, he made the the female dog's life a misery. Basically, oh, that was the issue. Bloody hell! But I don't. Your dog seems to have a different personality to these ones. It's a complete wet blanket. Yeah, just wants attention. Mm. Great, yeah. If you don't, if you're not paying enough attention. But most of the time, he just wants to be sleeping and yeah. get away from the kids, peace and quiet. What did the kids do to him? Just they just chatter, make noise, and thus he can't sleep. Right. Okay. You know, that's what they do most of the day. Dogs just sleep most of the day. Well, yeah. And they go out for a walk in the morning, mm-hmm. and then he'll sleep till lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Then he'll ha- then he'll eat something. Have elevens, elevenses. <laughs> can a can of mixed beans. Oh. A Weetabix a wee, yeah. and a wooden spoon. Christ, like, if you leave something on the side in the kitchen, mm. say uh, one of the lads has only had two and a half Weetabix, he's left off a Weetabix in the bowl, mm. he'll come and go and sit there by it and go, <laughs> I'm wasting away. <laughs> yeah. So you give it him or put it in the bin. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It was such a lovely looking dog, this this girl. Kind of tempted. How old is? How? So, but it's young, twelve months. Okay. Um, it's been well socialized, house trained. Right. They had a little video of it up in the rescue center where there's like there's like ten dogs running around in this pen. You know, everything seems hunky dory. Right. Okay. That's uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice for him to have a friend. Thing is, though, my missus uh, in a few weeks is going to be working two days from home. 
So that'll make four things... days at home, really, isn't it? Because you've got the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So someone's normally in the house Saturday, it's Sunday. Just three days now. Yeah, because we got him during the uh, when she was working from home during the Soviet Union mm. nonsense. Uh, our last dog died on like the Christmas twenty twenty Christmas, and we waited till about February, I think, until mm. we found him. So yeah, like February, March twenty one. And I, Has I he think, been around for three years? I know, you were saying. Yeah, it's coming up three years now. Mm. So he must be nearly five or nearly five. Yeah. Bonkers. Wow. Is Some that... dogs that size don't make it that long, you know. Really? Like bull mastiffs and stuff. Like average age of a pe- well, pedigree, you see. Mm. Pedigree bull mastiff is like five. No. Then they die. Oh, no. Yeah. A 2,000 like pound dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's he's got like four different breeds in him, so mm. uh, mongrels are hardier. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Our last one, I think she was fifteen. Mm. A big, not a big big dog, but a, a biggish size, like Labrador sized dog. Mm. I think Ruby uh, got to like thirteen. Yeah, and was she a, a pedigree? No, nah, that's she was thing. fine. She got a bit arthritic in her. I think, hind quarters. I think German Shepherds are famous for hip dysplasia and uh, heart problems yeah, off the top of my head. Because of you know, how the, the breeding. Yeah. But she was a, a, a shape wasn't like that, basically. No. It's, it's, like it's, I don't know why they do it. You know, man. It's, it's a shit show, that. I know, yeah. It's like a dog is a dog. What's it matter? You know, who, who writes these rules of what a breed is supposed to look like? Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. She yeah. Was still, yeah, but she was a bit of a... She never calmed down, really. She's always anxious. Yeah, an- very anxious dog. Yeah, At all, all the time. Even when you were there. <coughs> Not when we were there. Ah, when you left. So she had separation anxiety. You think? Yeah, and I suppose just very excitable and stuff like that. Basically, she never calmed down. Um, but you know, we probably didn't train her properly. I imagine. No, it's like you just figure it out as you go along and you probably make ash of it now and then. Mm. No, it's what it, it is what it is, isn't it? Mm. You know, unless you're watching dogs behaving badly. You ever watch that? That no. guy, that big, tall, northern guy who goes around. I've seen it when I've been flicking on Channel 5 or something. You were at Michael Owen's house the other day, helping Michael Owen with his dog. Right, okay. And, uh, Denise Van Outen. Mm. So they do, like, celebrity dogs behaving badly now, it seems. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things my missus puts on when she's exhausted everything on streaming. Oh, she has to resort to linear. Has to, has, something has to be watched. Oh, it's on streaming. Oh, is it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. We uh, we haven't had an aerial connected to our TV for years. Really? No. Yeah, I do watch some live. I do watch, I've been watching the news a little bit recently. Right? I don't know why. It's at your age. Maybe. Which but it's just one? shite. Which news? A bit of ITV and a bit of Channel 4 and a bit of BBC. Oh, a good spread. Yeah, of propaganda. Just, of all the same. <laughs> I started listening to that, uh, the German farmers protest uh, all the, podcast is, with Jordan Peterson. The other I day. posted a link, didn't I, in the Element server. I've not seen that on the news. <laughs> well, no, you won't. It's kicking off in France this week now. The Isn't French it? are going for well, it. they're always doing something. No, but they know how to do it. They're, they're yeah, talking the gilets about... jaunes. Well, COVID, the COVID union shut them up, the mm. gilets jaunes. Right, okay. They all got They got shut down with the lockdown. Right, okay. That's conveniently. 
But no, they're talking. They're going. They're going to siege Paris. They're right. going to seal Paris off. There's been a run on supermarkets this weekend in in France. Really? Yep. Right. Okay. Because they don't fuck about. But that that Peterson one was interesting, wasn't it? I'd never heard any of that German shit. No, I, I've only listened to about half an hour, forty minutes of it. Mm. Um, it's interesting, but it's just not like it's surprising that that kind of thing, that side of the argument, is not reported on at all. I was supposed. To, I, I kept thinking to try and Google it and see if it came up on any kind of mainstream media outlet, you know, really? an article. But I didn't. I never got round to it. So if any paper over here has done it, like a a piece, a piece on it, I imagine they would. I imagine like the Telegraph or the Times <laughs> or something like that would have done it. Maybe I don't know. Um, something about it. You would think, wouldn't you? Sometimes the Guardian does a piece about it. But then, like, you know, it's this thing, isn't it? Where He's right ring extremists yeah, in Germany. You're being labelled as a... And obviously what that means in Germany as well, the, 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 the more extreme connotation. Well, they talk about that in the podcast. Yeah, About this being tarred with the right ring brush in that Is it country, because... You know? Is it the Green Party that are in power in Germany? Is that what it is? It's, it's always a coalition, isn't it, over there? Yeah. Same in Holland... But it is a it is the Green Party instead of like the it's like it used to be isn't it like the Christian Brotherhood or something that always get in? <laughs> it's something like that, isn't it? The Jesuit Illuminati. Yeah. No, it was the Christian Democrats, weren't it? Angela yeah. Merkel was yeah. le- leader of uh, was it the CDN? Something, something like that. Christian isn't it? Yeah. Democratic Party, something like that. Mm. And she got booted out, and she, well, she resigned mm. for what was the other guy? Helbert Kohn. Con. Hermit Cole. Cole. That was it. You're going back a bit there. Yeah, that's the only other one I know the name of. Right. I think he was pre-Merkel, no? Yeah. The yeah. one before Merkel. That's a pre-Merkel. <laughs> that's like a, a when you go into hospital, you're going to have your pre-Merkel before the Merkel? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Schultz now, isn't it? Olaf Schultz is the current chancellor. Definitely not a Schultz. He's definitely a shill. Mm. Of course he is. But yeah, why are they kicking off? Why are the uh, farmers kicking off? We had the Dutch farmers like two years, is it a year ago, two years ago? Uh, they never really explained it properly. I was running when I was listening to it, but um, it was, I think they were saying, yeah, the thing I can remember is something about having to give up 10% of the land to be rewilded. Um, but it's just the usual push, isn't it, on getting rid of diesel, I imagine. Something about diesel, they're not allowed to have it tax-free or... Because you know, there's, like, red diesel here, isn't there, or something? Yeah. Um, so it's that, and there was all just the usual stuff, isn't it, to, apart, as part of the There are certain exemptions. Oh, they, talked, they talked about nuclear power, didn't they, and having to... And then now they can't have any energy and the, stuff. They're burning the dirtiest kind of coal in yeah. Germany. Mm. That because dirty coal. They shut down all the nuclear plants, that the was... clean energy plants. Apparently, and yeah, and I've heard this a few times that they had the best. They hadn't. I don't think they'd had a, even had a meltdown. We, we Germany. Even, even we've had a meltdown. Engineering, in the UK, haven't we? Sellafield. Yeah, I'm sure there's a meltdown. I don't here. know if it was a meltdown. It might have been a spill or something. No, some it it went out of control, right? And they had to shut it down in an emergency kind of thing. In like the fifties or sixties. Oh yeah, yeah, ages yeah. ago, ages yeah. ago. But, but they've never had one, basically. Well, no, I mean, we're talking 70-year-old technology there. Yeah. Uh, whereas these German plants probably would have been 30 years old. Maybe, yeah. And new plants you build today mm. are going to be even better. Yeah. 
but we're not allowed to build them because it's too clean. It's not renew. It's not. What about the toxic waste? And they just yeah. big, build a big hole, don't you? <laughs> but it's a complete scam because <coughs> you just have to look at how many plants are being coal plants are being built in India and China. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's an absolute joke. Mm. Um, so yeah, the farmers are, are getting punished, aren't they? And um, they're getting done on diesel tax, so they're being they want to tax their diesel. Yeah, that was something I sort of remember. Yeah, whereas agriculture, you know, usually gets an exemption because ah, this is what it is, right? This is the the key. We pay road tax, mm. so our fuel duty is for the roads. Mm-hmm. Apparently, these guys, right? They're saying we don't use the roads. Mm-hmm. Our diesel is for our fields to produce your food. I know this is. Yeah, I know. But this is why we should be exempt. It's a perfectly legitimate argument. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's why I can't get my head around the short-sighted, or like this kind of idea that. So you've got, you know, on the one hand, they're talking about Russia and, you know, an invasion on continental Europe or whatever. And then, so they switch off, Russia switches off the gas pipe. They turn off all the nuclear power plants. Uh, Ukraine blows up Nord Stream 2. Yeah, and then they also want you to give away 10% of your agricultural land. So how is that helping you to as a country, to survive by doing all of those things? Because we're going to stop the climate catastrophe rather, and everyone can just starve. And Well, they said they, ended up, they end up importing more food. Well, that's what I mean. So if the carving costs of the ship, yeah. shipping and probably coming from com- countries often with more lax regulation when it comes to things like animal welfare and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a complete nonsense. Mm. They're, they're ideologues. Yeah, I know, yeah. Complete ideologues. They're just captured. And again, it's like, we're okay. I'm all right, Jack. Mm. We're fine. We'll be in Davos next year. Skiing and hookering. Hookering. That story makes me laugh every year about the hookers in Davos. Yeah. Where the price keeps going up. We have this massive influx in, of, of escorts to Davos for these fucking schmucks. Mm. These slimy twats turn up and whore about and have their little fucking meetings and their yeah their breakout sessions. Fuck off! I know. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? But yeah, but they do, and this is where a lot of it comes from. I know. Yeah, the fourth industrial revolution, man. Go and read the. You know, you'll be bored to tears, but apparently you can read it. It's all spelled out there from Herr Klaus. I know. Yeah. It's an absolute mess. So I'm going to be interested to see what happens in France next week. Uh, well, the other thing is, is that we seem to be going in a different way, though, don't we? Like pressing ahead with those nuclear power plants. Oh, good. Are we? Yeah, even though there's like, it's still being sort of comes up on the news. That was something I saw on the news about the spiraling costs mm. um, of it. But the, the, are these the ones that China are building? Did they, not, did they not get kicked out? Inkley Point? I thought they got kicked out in the end, and it's EDF now. So it's just oh, France. Yeah. <laughs> instead of us. Well, they, they never gave them up, did they? The nuclear France. No. They kept them. Mm. Uh, Germany was the sacrificial lamb. 
shut down all the nuclear plants, perfectly functioning, mm. carbon, cl- you know, clean nuclear plants, shut them all down. Absolute fools. Yeah. But this is what ideologies will do to you, make you make stupid decisions. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So, I'll um, see what happens in France next week. Because yeah. we've had it in Holland. Well, yeah, it was the same thing in Holland, wasn't it? Again, you know, why would you get rid of all your... Especially if you're, Agriculture. If you're an exporter, which ah, Holland is. You have to eat the bugs. <laughs> That's why. Cow farts. I know, yeah. Cow burps, cow farts. Bad for the environment, man. Well, what does Holland... Exp- I think, what's Holland famous for? Beef. They're a massive beef? beef exporter, I think. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, but then, you know, the, what about Argentina, which is, you know, the stories there, or Brazil, you know, where allegedly, you know, acres and acres of forest are being cut down in order to create um, pasture and producing... But no, nobody's talking to... Asking Brazil... Well, they're probably asking them, but they're not listening to know get on board with the cow farts and eat bugs in south america are they no i was eating i'm eating my uh blueberries from uh peru peruvian blueberries <laughs> yeah it's been flown to me from the other side of the world well i mean you're struggling to get them local won't you <laughs> yeah blueberries i wonder if you do blueberries even grow in the uk in the summer do you think oh i would say so oh yeah you try and got grow it. some then yeah well, why not? I mean, if you can grow strawberries. Why not? <laughs> in a greenhouse, you can grow strawberries. I mean, a lot of wild berries grow, don't they? Um, exactly. Black currants, raspberries, that sort of stuff. Yeah, black currants. In fact, we had, fucking what am I talking about? We had tons of strawberries in our garden. Yeah, strawberries. Years ago. Grow. Yeah, strawberries grow. They grew like freaking triffids. <laughs> yeah, they... They would migrate. They would jump from planter to planter mm. across like a metre gap. Yeah. They went wild, strawberries. People they were wild it. strawberries, and they were wild. Our garden's full of wild strawberries, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So how do you get a blueberry, then? Blueberry bush? Well, they've got seeds in it, so I imagine if you get the seeds out of the blueberry, dry them out. Scatter to the wind. And I, I might try and pot them and see. But they grow them in it, because I know that there's a, it's quite a thing in people have moved away from farming something to blueberries in Peru. They, they, they farm them on the slopes of the Andes. Oh, wow. Is that when they roll cigars on the thighs of Peruvian virgins? Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I always look at stuff when I'm buying, you know, like, why am I buying a lettuce in, like, fucking January? Or, you know, strawberries. Strawberries are year-round now, aren't they? So quite often the strawberries are, like, from Egypt, T-Gypt. My cucumber was from Hungary today. Wow. I I thought you would get them over here. Cucumbers. I know, yeah. It must be grown in a hot house. Polytunnel type things. Yeah. You know, it's not new. Uh, you, you would have had grapes in England 2,000 years ago. 3,000 years ago. End at Bronze Age. They would have been shipped here. Yeah, yeah, they would have done. Do you not think they, they would, would have, have had gone dates. off? Dates, yeah, because they're dried. <coughs> yeah. I think you'd have had grapes. I think grapes, I think they knew how to ship them and keep them. <coughs> in fact... I'm going on a limb here. I think they were shipping grapes. I mean, if you go back to the, like, the late Bronze Age, they would have been shipped. If you're talking Roman Warm period, they'd be growing their own well, in Southern England. Well, so yeah, then you've only got to ship house. them up the M6. Exactly. The yeah. Roman M6, Watling Street. Yeah. I would say. Mm. I need a wee. I'm busting. Go and have a look what's happening in chat. 
Emma's here. Hi, Emma. Og Dan. Big ups. Give some big ups, some shout outs. Conscription up to 60. Well, all these fills out of it. Um, someone used to look after a poodle. Quatrex. Now, I've heard about are poodles. Did you find that the poodle was intelligent? Um, I've heard that. Are they not supposed to be like the, one of the most intelligent breeds of dogs? Cheech McDuck says, grapes still grow down in the south coast where they have palm trees. Well, there's actually a palm tree across the road from me, actually. Um, I'm not sure if it has any dates on it. Doesn't Holland grow a ton of tulips? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, isn't it, about agriculture is the amount of carbon dioxide that it takes out the atmosphere. So if you, like, kind of add that up, um, you know, the lack of growing stuff in your own country, plus then having to burn coal, then... You're probably onto a double loser there, aren't you? Yeah. I think you can grow a lot of things in like a fairly decent climate like we have. I know it's been freezing, not this week, but the week before it was like proper snow. We had snow. We had snow for half a day, didn't we? Fuck me, yeah. And it rained. Yeah. Did you manage to get out and build a snowman? Uh, I took the Tuesday off. Because it snowed here, and it never snows in Preston. And yes. I was meant to be at Burnley. Oh. And I uh, thought, fuck that, it's up in the hills. They'll have had, like, three times more than what, he had, what we had. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just had a snow day. Can't remember what I did. Nothing much. Big wank. Yeah, massive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went the day after. It was It was dicey the day after. Because you've got to go like up a hill to this job, up a dirt track over cattle grids. Yeah. I was like, fuck me. Is he alone? Is it just like a house and with nothing around it? Or is he like. It's an old farmhouse. Is it a group of houses? It's on its own, but like maybe <clears throat> 30 yards away, there's a row. I think it was a, a barn like a barn that was converted into like four terraces. Right, okay. But he's got like the old farmhouse. And that's it. Is there anything else around it? Not cheap. No kind of like no shops, pub. No, it's like a proper isolated except you, for those houses. You drive through a water treatment works. Oh okay. To get to it. Right, okay. They're building like a new water treatment works and you drive through this like building site almost. Oh. Pass a ha- pass a house here on corner and then you go up this hill mm. for half a mile. You pass one house that's got like a tennis court and then you go another few hundred yards up and then you get to his house. Then there's another row of houses, right? Like four terraced houses. Okay, it's proper in our end of Norway, right? I mean, idyllic if you're into that sort of thing. You want to be sort of isolated and stuff. It's like, is he not going to go? Does he have like mains sewers and oh, water? it's oil, so oil heating system, right? No gas. That's what I mean. What about water? Oh, septic tank for the shits. Yeah, it's got water. It's got water main. Connected to the water. An electric somehow. main. Right, okay. It did have overhead power line. It's called a TT system. A TT system. Which you find on agricultural farms. Right, okay. It's like the mains cables come to your fucking roof. 
and then down and into your house from a pole. Okay. Uh, but that has been done away with a few years ago. They've put a Did standard it. TNS system. Up, up the ass. Up the ass of the house. That's one of my jobs next week. I've got to move a 25mm armoured. I'm looking forward to that. I'll have to have my Weetabix that day. Is it heavy? Well, it's like that thick. Yeah. Solid copper. Wow. I've got to move. Heavy? Yes. But, you know, strong like a bull. Where there's a will, there's a way. Might have to get Clivey baby to help me. My fucking bay, my bay turned up on Thursday. Is he? Is he still Clive-y. doing stuff? He's turned up in a Honda, like a Honda Accord. He's got in a big van. He's doing burger alone. All oh, right, okay. Some light work. Yeah. Well, he turned up on Thursday. I did see him, so I started this job my first day back after New Year, which was like the sixth of January, mm. and he was there with customer, like seeing what he wanted in materials list. So. We only had time for like a quick cuddle, mm. and uh, but he turned up on Thursday. So uh, how's he doing? Hell, he had me in tears, man. He's so funny. <laughs> Fuck me. He had uh, he he had a bad do with his uh, mum last year. His mum had to have a, a pacemaker fitted. Right, she looked like a million. Ninety-three. Yeah, she is. She lives across from my mum. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's how we know him. Oh, I remember now, yeah. That's how we know him. <laughs> and uh, she went to Withenshaw to have this pacemaker feared. Mm-hmm. And they sent her home. What happens whenever you go to the hospital? Get ill. Gets infected. Yeah. So they send her to RPH, and he fucking played blue murder with him. He was threatening him with going to the papers and all sorts. Why? Because she just left in a corridor or something? He said... Basically, Sparkles, broad and short of it is, what they wanted was for me mother to just fuck off and die and just fucking leave him. I know, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm hearing this all the time. We are mm. health service. It's like fucking terrifying. Mm. And uh, she got an infection. So they try with antibiotics and it cleared up for a day. Yeah. All right, come on. Come on, you're off now. We'll send you home now. We'll discharge you. You're not fucking discharging my mother. Because as soon as she, you know, as soon as antibiotics finish, she has a funny turn. Yeah. They can't fucking wait to get rid of you. Mm. They don't give a shit. They do. They don't. So I grabs the fucking cardiologist, mm. main cardiologist, consultant, cardiologist, and I'd, I'd, I'd add it up to here at this point. No one's getting to the bottom of this. 2024. <laughs> Withenshaw can't talk to Preston, and Preston can't talk to Withenshaw, Sparkles. You wouldn't believe it. So I grabs this cardiologist. I said, come here, cop. I want to have a word with you. You know when you come in here, when you come in, there's that sign outside. What does it say? Royal Preston Hospital. I said to him, I said, you want to take that sign down? You want to put another another sign? It says, Billy Smart Circus. Because <laughs> you're a bunch of fucking clowns. And you're the bloody ringmaster. <laughs> That's how he talks to him. Fucking hell. I don't give a fuck at my age, Phil. I'll tell him how it is. Yeah. They took they took to my mother like she's a fucking piece of meat. Mm. And I won't have it. And he had to fight and battle and fight. Mm. So just get a decent standard of care, it seems. Well, yeah, especially in winter. <laughs> It's like they just want you to fuck off and just go away. You're a headache. You're a nuisance. You're a pain. I know, yeah. To be ill. 
in mm. their presence. That, that's the. It's like I was telling my dad about this when I saw my dad, and he was telling me about when he had pericarditis. Yeah. When he was 50. He was still working. He retired at 53. That, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. So I found him. There was only me in the house. Yeah. And yeah. he collapsed in the bathroom. Yeah. And he went, Disprin. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Disprin. I had to get him Disprin and stick it in his mouth and then ring ambulance. I had to ring ambulance. And yeah, yeah. And he was telling me this a few days ago, like, I know all about it from when I was in there. Even uh, then? 25 years ago. Yeah. And he told me this story about, I never heard this before, but he, he said he, at one point, um, he was in the bed and um, they fucked him about from start to finish. Mm. Anyway, he was in bed and they thought he was out. He had his eyes shut and two doctors came, a male and a female. And the male doctor's saying, no, nothing more we can do for him. We've, we've spent enough. We've spent enough on this man. And the female doctor was sticking up for his side, saying, I'm sure, surely there's something we can do. There must be something else we can do. Mm. And he, they thought he was out for count. As soon as they went, he got his flip phone out, rang my mum, told her to go to his place of work and sign him up, bringing the paperwork to sign him up for Booper. Yeah. And he signed it in his hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And then he got extra... Crazy, isn't 50 it? years old, man. He's lived for another 27 years. Yeah. Over a bit of pericarditis, but it's a fucking numbers game. Mm. I can't believe how ruthless they can be. I know. But I just, the more I talk to people who've had experience, I'm lucky, really. I've never been to hospital in my life. Kids, wife, we're all healthy, never had any serious issues. I know, yeah. The more I hear about what's going on in the NHS, I think fucking stay away it's like seems to be like that doesn't it there's that started from america that iatrogenic um death is like the is it the third leading cause of death in america it is iatrogenic it's the medical system killing you (laughs) through misdiagnosis misprescribing all the rest of it you think stay away it's like you gotta maybe the, the lesson is you've got to look after your own health first and foremost and just mm. stay away from that system because it's you know unless someone's going to fight your corner and stick up for you you're on a hiding to nothing man and then you think about what's happened in the last few years and you think well fuck me no wonder yeah no wonder people were given an excuse to just fucking chalk people off but yeah he's hilarious clive what else were we telling? Oh, fuck me. Just little sh- bits of shit he comes out with. It's like, I was working in a room. Is it? He was in another room. And I just sit and go, oh, no, 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 no. And then I hear him shuffling about. Don't go in there, sparkles. I've done shit. <laughs> <laughs> with fucking tears. It's brightened your day up, you know. Yeah. He just gives gives zero fucks. He was um, he seemed a bit grumpy the last time we spoke to him. He wasn't very well himself, I think. Well, he's had all, he's had also well he's he was going on about that as well. So he had gout <laughs> and he had a heel problem. They were fucking about for months and he cured it himself. Right. Okay. With celery seeds, <laughs> Did he, right? celery seeds and cherry seeds. He went old school. That were Pe- it. Pendle witches. <laughs> That's all he needed. Cured him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Don't take medical advice from this podcast. 
But if you have gout, maybe look into celery seeds because it seemed to work for him. He's lost quite a bit of weight as well. Yeah, I think that was like... I think that was <coughs> Obviously, I didn't tell him that. Call him a fat cunt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think that was half of the issue, isn't it? When you're in... When you've got sort of those... I think... Didn't it have something wrong with his back or something? Yeah, that's a few years ago, that. I think that's resolved. But, like, you know, quite often the first thing they say to you if you've got a bad back is lose a bit of weight, isn't it? Basically. I mean, anything that you've got wrong with you, if you're overweight, losing yeah. it will help. Yeah. It will only help, surely. That's what they say, isn't it? Always, they always go to for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Well, I suppose there's all this, there's all this talk about inflammation, isn't there? You not heard this on the internet? Mm. Like certain things cause you to be inflamed. Um, and my wife was talking about, yeah, I can't. Sugar causes inflammation, that you know. But she I think still it has loads does. of it. Maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Well, they talk about sort of like depression being an inflammation of the brain. About that. Well, yeah, that's what they, so they say that certain foods cause it, and if you have inflammation, and then it, you know it might cause all these other issues as well. Basically, um, what's the other thing? Uh, is it acidosis? Don't know. Um, people talk about Dom. Dom from Sheep Farm did a podcast recently with a guy. Ah, oh, what was he talking about? He was some sort of doctor. Oh, they were talking about oxy- is it oxygen therapy or something like that. Mm. Uh, but he, he was talking about different illnesses being a result of, oh, I think it's called, is it oxidosis or something? I'm, I'm totally fucking it up and I'm several beers in now. But it'll be on Sheep Farm's um, podcast feed if you want to check it out. He's doing um, like a, a second string of podcasts mm. for his, because he, he has a company called The Health Bunker mm. where he does various therapies like uh, vitamin C, IV, mm. vitamin C, and they're called like oxygen passes where they do some of the oxygen therapy or whatnot. I don't know how it works. So I started doing podcasts where he's talking to people on like alternative health mm. stuff. And it's on the sheep farm feed, so I, I get fed it. And uh, I can't remember what this guy's name was. Some doctor from the States, but it's interesting. It's like, oh, how did you get on with that Bruce Lipton book? Have you started it? Yeah, I've just started it. He's just he's still talking about how the cell works. <laughs> yeah. So it's fifty about fifty pages in or maybe a bit more. I found it quite like a page turner. I thought it was interesting. It was an interesting yeah, it was interesting to see. So yeah, it was like interesting about he's talking, isn't he, about the analogies that they made in science around the cell and the nucleus oh, being the brain. Um uh, getting it wrong. And so it being like... wrong, yeah, because the obviously, you know, take well not obviously but you can take the nucleus out and the, the cell can still function live until it, it runs out of proteins till the proteins break down but it can't uh replicate yeah so um so he's talking about the i think about the membrane being the brain yes correct currently and he's olive and butter sandwich <laughs> yes yeah that's a good analogy <coughs> that was really weird because he he was totally right like you remove the nucleus, he says the cell does all the the normal functions until it can't create proteins. It was the mm. thing, wasn't it? It can't replicate and it can't create create proteins. So the proteins that it has when you remove the nucleus, mm. once they sort of wear out and break down, it can't reproduce them. But it's still, you know, it's well, it's like a human. Mm. Like we have organs. There are organelles they call them yeah, in cells, yeah. don't they? You yeah. know, we have organs so after organelles. You know, eventually we get old and our lungs break down, our heart breaks down. You know, we're still humans. Mm. We still operate. 
Okay, a cell that doesn't reproduce. Well, a human that can't reproduce, it's still a human, it still operates as a human. It's just one thing, you know. It was, it was like redefining the different parts of a cell, which I thought, wow, this is novel. Well, Maybe yeah. we've got it backwards, you know. Well, it, it was, yeah, the other thing is the, is the primacy of DNA, wasn't it? That's what he talks yeah. about. So like DNA being... The genes. Yeah, yeah, being the, the be-all and end-all and his view is and that's what epigenetics is and i i suppose this book was written in 2004 wasn't it so it's 20 years ago and i you know from what i, th- I think it was an updated version from 2015 no it? yeah but yeah so he does so sorry when the original part so there's an update isn't it at the end yeah. of every chapter so it's maybe it's changed even more in the last 10 years but um you know in 2004 there wasn't this maybe as much around epigenetics where you can influence what when because like genes or being turned on and off is to me is quite common knowledge now. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't like twenty years ago. From what you're saying, I remember listening to something, some podcast or something, where they were talking about the Human Genome Project and all the research that went into that. And it's like it was well, first there was the shock. There was the shock of how little amount DNA. of genes mm. go into humans. It's about 20,000 now. Well, that was... It's about the, the same as a banana. The, the microscopic worm has 24,000 genes. Yeah, but they were expecting a lot more because of how complex we are. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. So, And then, like, a fruit fly has 9,000, yeah. which is far more complex than this worm, and we have 1,000 more than that microscopic worm. So it doesn't make sense, does it? Doesn't it doesn't correlate. Yeah. No. And, like, the big promise of the Human Genome Project was that once we decode this shit, we'll cure. be able to cure everything. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it achieved? Other than freaking Ancestry.com, do your family tree a bit quicker. Yeah, and see where your DNA comes from. You know, I think I think he's right in a lot of ways. that uh, it's, the, I've, it's, the environment has primacy, is what he says, isn't it, I think? Well, yeah, and it's it's all very just too deterministic. Yeah. Like, it Very makes me think of Gattaca. I've never seen that film. Is it Christian Bale? No, it's Ethan Hawke and the woman from Pulp Fiction. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman, yeah. So it's named after the the um, chemicals, isn't it? G-A-T-A-G-A-T-C. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's it about? Is it about a human genome project? It's about... Oh, it's uh, about the, pri- the primacy of DNA. So this <laughs> guy, so you're not allowed... So based on your DNA, you're allocated a job. Doombar. Yeah, and then um, your this guy Ethan Hawke takes on somebody else's identity. Has to have his legs broken because it's been <laughs> to make him taller. Because oh, it's been wow! Because pre- it's been predicted that he is going to die. He's got like ten thousand. I don't know x amount of heartbeats, and his heart will give up, and he can't get onto this like space program that he wants to go to Mars or whatever. I don't know. It has been determined. Yes. He has 10,000 heartbeats, right? Okay. Or whatever, you know. Yeah. 10,000 days. It's based on his genes. Right. And, yeah, it kind of builds towards him trying to evade someone who's trying to capture him, and then, spoiler alert, he gets to go on the spaceship. But you don't know what happens, whether he dies or not. Do you know what film I quite enjoyed, which is complete schlock, is a spaceship film. With Chris Pratt and uh, Katniss Everdeen. Did you like that? Is it called The Passenger? Something like that, yeah. 
There's them two characters and maybe a barman. And he would just wake up early or something. Yeah. I kind of like that film. And maybe I'm I'm a worse of a human being for admitting that. Yeah, okay. That, I mean, it's kind of... <laughs> Keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think it's in the same vein as Cobra. Yeah. Not fair play. Or whatever. Or Spaceballs. Yeah, Ben Ben didn't get Spaceballs. He couldn't watch 15 minutes of it. Yeah, because he's not a child. It shows how far <coughs> he's fallen. But Ben doesn't watch films anyway. You could say a film to Ben. He, well, he watches all the new Marvel films. he watched everything. No, so like he, does, he doesn't... If you ask him if he's watched a film, he hasn't watched it. He goes, I take him to the cinema to watch auteurs at work. Date night. Yeah. Okay. Occasionally. So he, <coughs> he's my, he was my Dune buddy. Let's go and watch Dune with him. And we went to watch something else. Didn't we? What did we go and watch most recently? He turned up with his man bag with some beer in it. Oh, what was it? Don't know. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yeah. I think the new June film will be out this year, maybe. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in at Christmas time again, I think. Or right. In the winter, but I think it's been delayed till... I did. I looked up the cast, and uh, they're obviously departing from the books in a major way. Right. Because there's like, well, I don't want to do any spoilers or anything, but there's two big name, like A-list actors in the sequel. Mm. And going off the book, well, one of them has maybe one line of dialogue. Oh, right. So I'm guessing they're expanding something. Well, apparently, I've heard that, uh, yeah, I, I believe that it's it's not quite the same. I, I don't, you know, they have, to, they have to make changes. It's like... It's like, written like a screenplay, man. Like, they could have done it all in one film. Like my eldest, like I said, who's very disappointed that the Grand High Witch didn't take her face off mm. in the film. And I, I said, I warned him, I said... The book will always be better than the film because there's nothing better than your own imagination. Yeah. I don't think he believes me. I kind of got ruined. I can't, June probably kind of got ruined because, you know, every time Paul comes up, I'm just picturing Tim- Timothy Chamelay. Chamelay Madingdo. And uh, not the other guy from the. I never saw the 84 one. Yeah. No. It hasn't got Sting in it or something. Sting was in everything in 1984. Um,. And a guy from Twin Peaks. And Showgirls. Is he in Showgirls? The uh, the guy with the quiff. The yeah. side part. Yeah. Dark head. Yeah. Kyle. Lockhart? No. Come on, help us chat. Yeah. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. He was the main guy, the main man in Showgirls. Was he? Yeah. Right. Fucking hell, we've gone I full circle. I wasn't watching him. <laughs> <laughs> Not talked about the weird sex scene in the in the swimming pool. Yeah, where she's thrusting in. Yeah, like it's similar to the the fries incident. Wasn't she in Saved by the Bell? Isn't that the other thing? Elizabeth Berkeley, yeah. Yeah. Scenes. I can't remember the because everyone fancied Tiffany, uh, yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Thiessen. Yeah. It was Zach? There's a blonde guy, Zach, who was comedy, and then Slater, AC Slater. Yeah. It's a Latino guy with the curly... The He's like perm. a famous TV presenter now, isn't he? Is he? He still looks the same. Cool. Um, and then the other guy, Screech, who is dead. He died, didn't, didn't he? Didn't he go into porn? 
Oh, he was weird, wasn't he? Like threatened someone, but I think he died. I think he did porn before he died. Okay. That's fine. Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's just a strange departure from children's entertainment into porn. Well, obviously, I don't think it was voluntary is what I'm saying. Oh, right, okay. Maybe he had to for money. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, and then he... Did he murder someone? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Something happened. Or he threatened someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's tragic, really. Yeah. Good one. Good way to finish. So you're not going to watch Dune then on Netflix? Tell me what you think of it. You have to... I don't see the point now. You have to... Uh, it's, I mean, it'll it's, be nice to see the, the maker. Exactly, yeah. You know the maker. Have they got the terminology? No, they've not mentioned the maker. No. I don't think so. It was about, like, the Gorgons and the the Valhallas. Give over. And then the... Um, the spice and the worms. Yeah, so the and the, the thumpers f- and the fremen. The fremen called the sandworms the makers. No, well maybe I don't know. No. They might have, they might have said that. All right. I mean, maybe I'll watch it. I think it'll be visually really good. You know. Well, I was going um, to say it's the soundtrack. Was the sound was. <laughs> you can't really get that at home. It's not the same in as at home as it is in the cinema. The, the soundtrack. Right. Uh, no. Maybe not. Maybe I have to get a woofer out. Yeah. I have to kick the dog out. Get a woofer in. Yeah. So he'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of ambiance. Yeah. I've got a stereo that links to the telly. Have you? Yeah, but it's 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 in a box. Oh. I should I should hook it up, but I don't watch anything. You see. No. So, I think it's probably worth it to get the full effect. Yeah, as close as you can. I just turn it up to what's your telly on normally? Ten. Twenty. Twenty. Are you mad? <coughs> I don't touch it. I have to tell them to turn it down. Wow. Soften at twenty-five, and I say 20? turn it down. Oh I my. want. I want late teens at the most. <coughs> I'm trying to read. Do you know what my telly's on? Nine. Wow. Single digits in the front room. Subtitles on. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking loud. I don't know why it's so loud. I'm uh, I'm going to start reading this. <clears throat> Lovely. The Secret Work of an Age. Piercing the veil of allegory, codes, and symbols that enshrouds lost wisdom by KJ Cassidy. Classic. Came out last year. Yeah. New uh, author. Why might I be reading? Because he might be coming on. Well, if it's any good. All oh, right, okay. I don't just ask people. The spine is not broken. No, I've not broke its back yet. But that's going to be the next book. It looks very intriguing. And, uh, you know, I'm sure if the author was game. Look at this, yeah. You know. The American Seal, and it looks like... I'm not going to do any spoiler oh, alert. Seal of Solomon. Is that what it is? The eagle on. It looks like the uh, pelvis, is that? Or the spine? Oh, right. Oh, well, it looks intriguing. It was on my Christmas list. Sphenoid bone. Oh, my God. 
Dog and uh, speckles of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a working toilet in this Burnley farmhouse? Yeah. We had no, I had no water. You know, that week, was it last week when it snowed on Tuesday? Yeah. So I went Wednesday, mm-hmm. water pipe froze. I couldn't even make a brew. What did you, what did I was you, on my own. Where did you do your number two? At home. At home, I have, I have number two. Number two is evacuated before I set off. But yeah, I got there and I had my thermos cup with a, a you know, same as that, Contigo. Mm-hmm. And that were it. I had no water. And uh, so the next day I brought a bottle of, a big, like, milk carton full of water. Yeah. It took uh, several days for it to thaw out. And he goes, uh, owner, turned up, he'd been working, and he turned up on, like, a few days later and he said, you know, it's funny that, because when I came to view the house, they had a wine rack full of bottled water, and I wondered what that was about. Where is the water pipe? Outside. What? It <laughs> freezes. It's not deep enough. That's in the ground. I mean. Yeah, so it must only be, like, a few, like, an inch under the ground then. Yeah. It's not deep enough yeah. to stop it freezing. And it comes up in like a, a plant room, which oh. is like a bare brick oh, right. well, shell. So go. the tap had frozen, I think, maybe. It's hard for me to tell. I couldn't really tell. Mm. But uh, yeah, no water. You have to keep bottled water on, ready, prepping for a co- coach snap. I wonder if the, we might be able to tap into a spring around there somewhere on top of a hill. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you'll just milk animals, won't you? You're animals. The sheep. You love you love milk. Yeah. Raw milk. Yeah. I'm thinking about having to do it, raw milk. Oh. I got the shits bad, didn't I? From the did you? Milk. Where Once. did you have it? At home. Where do you get it from? The milkman. All oh, right. He used to do raw milk. Mum and dad, yeah. They wouldn't oh, have when's that pa- this? They wouldn't have that pasteurized shite. When's this? It was in the 90s. <laughs> right. And then they got rid of it after I almost shit my lung out from it. I Didn't kill it. you, though. You know what that means. It'd be stronger. Yeah, there's only a bit of blood. I panicked oh, when I saw the blood. Shit so bad. I burst my asshole. Nice. So ill. I was genuinely so ill from it for like two weeks. Now, if you had it again, I don't think you would be. No, be fine now. Yeah. And the pox as well. What, monkey? No, oh, that didn't take off that one, did it? Smallpox, isn't it? Have you had it? Uh, no, if you live with cattle, <laughs> yeah. normally you contract the pox from them, don't you? Bovine pox. Cow pox. Yeah. This is what, what Jenner made his name with. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. is Bruce Jenner's dad, Edward. Jenner. Yeah. Ted Jenner. That's an orgist. He made his name with cowpox, didn't he? And smallpox. All right. That's why he's famous. Because he, like, took some, some smeg out of one person, injected it into another, and said, oh, you're, you're immune. <laughs> <laughs> you're not dead. Was he not, like, a French guy? Yeah, he is French, isn't he? Edward Jenner? Jenner. Is he, are we pronouncing the name right? Is he not? Jenner. 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 I don't know. I could Jenner. be completely... Completely wrong, like medical. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. A, a, I thought thing. it was a French. Was it? I thought it yeah. came. Vaccine came from <coughs> vagine. 
I, I, this is wrong, I bet, but I think a cow's a vash, isn't it? La vache. Is that? Yeah, so. Sounds so. Yeah. Sounds hot. Yeah. It did affect. Was he not the one who did the experiment with the farm boy? Oh, tell me more. Like the farm boy who. So he deliberately infected him with pox, with a pox blanket, but he'd been around a cow and he didn't get ill or something. Maybe. That's that's ringing a, a, a cowbell. Yeah. Something like that, isn't there? Maybe. With blankets and cows. Boy, bring me the cow blanket. Uh, no agenda. We're playing. Um, they were contrasting clips about measles. You'll have. Have you seen it in the news this week about measles outbreaks? Uh, my wife has informed me about the measles mm. outbreak in West, Birmingham, West Midlands, yeah, and across Europe. Right. So um, they played a clip from. Oh my god! Not Little House on the Prairie. All those other. Shows, not happy days. Big culturally significant Brady Bunch, maybe. I think it was the Brady Bunch Mm -hmm. from the like nineteen sixty three, where they do an episode where the little kid gets the measles. Oh wow! Well, guess it's a day off school for you. Oh gosh, darn it! Mm -hmm. And it's sort of completely downplayed. So they, and you know. Everyone gets it in the house, even the housekeeper, whatever she's called, can't remember. It's, oh, gosh, and we got the measles. And then they contrast that with a modern-day report where it's the end of the world. (laughs) It's like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy how uh, uh, the media changes and your perception, therefore, changes. And now we're all, you know, well, if you consume it all, you're terrified of it. Terrified of the measles, where it was almost... The the Brady Bunch played it as almost a rite of passage. Yeah, like chicken pox. We, I'm sure we had chicken pox parties, man. It's like yeah. If you got the chicken pox, if you heard of someone who had the chicken pox, right, grab your kids, take them around there, my, rub I, them up against each other. My youngest got it. He wasn't particularly ill, but the blisters, the scars on his back are terrible. Really bad. He has scars now? Yeah. Like because he got these, he got these ones. He got it really bad, unfortunately. He got like a, so he was one of these. Uh, he wasn't really off nursery, but apparently this is the story. How true it is, you know, with like the Soviet Union stuff. It was like a nobody was. I was just gonna say, and I didn't know whether it would be a good, uh, the right thing to say, but when a child is born. When a the f- child is born. Their immune system is primed when they come out of the birth canal. Yeah. They pick up all that shit from the inside of the birth canal. That's like the priming of the immune system. Yeah. And then they eat shit. They eat dirt. They play in the shit. They go to play group and they socialize with every other shit-eating toddler. Yeah. But that all got shut down for well, two this, years. But this is the thing. So he didn't miss any nursery i don't right. think really i but think he was at home for 10 months maybe 11 months which is normal you know uh, from birth you mean the first 10 months no so he was born in 2019 in may so he would have had five seven months of normality and then it was a couple of months maybe where he was at home they're not socializing at that age it's yeah. not until they start crawling yeah but listen so then that he didn't then he went back to 
nursery. They, they, so he was like, it closed for like two months, didn't it? Right. Or three months, maybe. And then he went back and pretty much straight, as soon as he could go, he went. So there's differences. See, I'm thinking of schools. Schools were shut. Yeah. But nurseries are private things. Mm. A lot of nurseries stayed open, didn't they? But there was a lot of fucking around with, have you had a test? Uh, yes. Does your child have a temperature? If your child thinks about coughing, you can send him home. Yeah, and we'll so see you that. in three days. So there's, a, it was a lot of still disrupted, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You still, but it, it, yeah. But I suppose what they were saying is like there was a more virulent, vil, is that the right word? Strain of of it. And basically, what happened is, is like they all got it in the class, or loads of them got it, and we were going just going to go on holiday, and um, he <laughs> he got covered in blisters on his back and then all of those have like scarred and they're like it's like about a centimeter scars or about they'll go, 10 they'll go but this they'll is go. i suppose it's two years ago now yeah what is it is it seven years for every cell in the human body to regenerate yeah i suppose they'll go about it he'll be fine looks like i've been putting fags out on this <laughs> that's all i'm worried about <laughs> Child, child protection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, on that note, we've done two and a half hours, man. We oh, need right, to go. Okay. Yeah. It's that's, twenty to eleven. That's enough content, isn't it's it? Quarter to eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Play with the other shit-eating children. <laughs> well, it's true, isn't it? They need to do it. It's important. Yeah. It's like uh, they, they like the test tube stuff. Mm. Um. The um, you know, I know it's it's, it's hard, but uh, and I understand why a lot of mothers are opting for cesareans for fucking obvious reasons. Mm. It's uh, it's no picnic giving birth. I've witnessed it twice, but there is you know, I think um, sometimes kids are at a disadvantage when they don't have that that priming. But what the fuck do I know? I'm not an immunologist or a doctor or anything. It's going like Brave New World in that way. It won't work. We've been we've been adapting for hundreds of thousands of years to a certain thing. Once you change something mm-hmm. drastically, like the way we give birth, it will have all sorts of knock-on effects. I presume, I assume. But what the fuck? I know. Don't listen to me. No. Yeah, definitely not. <sighs> Can we not end on like a, a dick joke or something? Well, why did you go <laughs> off on one then? What did we have? Did you finish on a dick joke? Uh, no, just, I was about. It was a joke about child abuse. So oh, that right, was yeah, putting fags out. Yeah. Oh, well, that was pretty good. Well, what a shitter! I just want to. Um, Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck me. I was uh, talking to Clive. Are they your notes? I, I had to... Like, I've not worked with Clive since before the Soviet Union. Mm. And he was coming out with so much shit, I had to stop. And I said, I'm going to forget this if I don't write. I tried videoing him a couple of times. I put one on the Element server. <laughs> Someone rang him up asking for money, <laughs> a supplier. And I'm in back room. I've videoed it 
but you can't hear him. It's, it's, it's like three bedrooms down. And he's, oh, yeah, all right, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well, probably about end of next week. All right. Okay, love. See you later. Fun. Fucking stupid fucking cunt. You fucking cunt fucking this. I went, cunt? <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. He's just having a go. <laughs> but he got a he got a phone call when I was there this week. Uh, Inland Revenue. From India. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, CPS. Uh, it says, uh, answer it for that. From, 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 from Inland Revenue and the and, and National Insurance, are you? Okay, okay, I love it. All right. From where are you? From Bombay, Delhi. Where are you calling from? Yes, calling from <laughs> from Newcastle. Right. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm in the Rio, am I? All right. Oh, bloody hell, love. I weren't expecting this. I'm in arrears, am I? How much am I in arrears for, love? Do I need to sit down before you tell me? All right, I better sit down there. All right. £12,000, I'm in arrears for £12,000. It's funny that, you know, because I've been trading 24 years <laughs> with my chartered accountant. You know, I've never had a problem. <laughs> never ever had a problem with the inland revenue and national insurance contributions. So that's funny, isn't it? That's what you're going to do. Well, I'll tell you what it is. I say what it is, love. I think you better find a better job, haven't you? <laughs> and if you don't find a better job, I'm going to find you and I'm going to cut your fucking tits off. <laughs> That's how he ended the conversation. <laughs> nice honor violence. <laughs> I'm going to cut your fucking tits off. <laughs> Fuck you, I love him. Oh, diamond in the rough. I'll be, I'll be so sorry when he retires. Yeah, he's been threatening a few times now. Oh, he he's, said, yeah. He was, he did his tax return this year. This January, it's January. It's the first time he's done a tax return since he started pe- pulling his pension. Right. Okay. So you know what happens? Your, your pension, which is about eleven grand or something a year, mm. comes off your personal allowance. Oh. Right. So they walked him with a, a bill. Yeah. Won't happen next year, Sparkles. <laughs> Tell you what's happening next year. I'm taking two weeks off in summer. I'm going to cut the fucking books. You won't get another fucking penny off me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Right, see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, thanks. We'll be back properly next week with a guest and uh, headlines of the week and all that shit. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll have to do something a bit boring. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fucking freak show. It's shit day! It's fucking shit day every day! Democracy is, is, is just an assembly that must be destroyed. Thank you very much for your attention. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Better. Building that better. You're a big jungus. Based Sigma Chad. You're powerless. Look at it, you're powerless. Close your legs. Stop being slack. Who's got the biggest cock? That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Don't you take it out of it.
I think you're hitting hitting the point, Phil. That uh, oh my God, his wife is on. It really bothers me. Uh, 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 because I, I believe I, I have an issue in this respect. Literally a communist. <laughs> You are, as always, a vigorous pigeon.